The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Ending silly. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the radio show that Limmy will not be appearing on. Limmy will not be appearing on this show, and it has to say, uh, Limmy's fans are furious with me. Furious with me. Here's the latest uh, tweet uh, from someone called John Ass. Don't know if that's their real name. Unusual surname, Ass. But 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 I was taught never make fun of people's names, Catherine Boyle on the bum, because. It's not nice, because people can make fun of your name. Some people have strange names. Maybe Ass is a surname. John Ass says, shut up. Oh. 
if you're not going to properly arrange something, don't bitch when it falls through. Saying he should come on the show doesn't set a date and time. Then it calls me a winker. <gasps> so I've replied that he told me it was definitely coming on, which he did. Lemme said definitely. I've got I've got DMs. I can screenshot the DMs. He said he was definitely coming on. He's not coming on. I, I'm not. I'm not. Listen, it's not. I don't make the rules. He's let. He's let. He's. He's let me down. He's let you down, dear listener. But more importantly, he's let himself down, and that's fine. I don't know how he sleeps at night. Well, but he does. He's big time now, isn't he? Yeah, we go once big a boo- once a boozer, always a boozer. Oh, that's wow. what I say. That's what I say. That's what I say. That's what I say. Not necessarily in connection with that, but that's certainly what I say. Good evening, dear listener. The Late Night Alternative. Um, I have no idea what day it is. It's uh, Tuesday. Thank you. Uh, and it's St George's Day. Happy St George's. Happy St George's Day. It's St George's Day. And today we are celebrating the magic of St George. Have you got your St George's cross hanging out of your window? I hope so. Is it on the back of your car? I hope so. Happy St George's Day. It's bloody marvellous. I bloody love St George. I love the bugger. St George. Happy St George's Day. I kick a football. I kick a football for St. George. I, piss, I play the darts in the boozer. I'm drinking a beer, go to the park. I smoke a vape machine. Happy St. George's. I have uh, rice pudding for my dessert. Happy St. George's Day. What did you have for your first fish and chips? I had the fish and the chips. Uh, then I have a rice pudding uh, to celebrate St. George's Day. And then I go and I go and tug one out to bloody Sam Fox. Oh. Britain. Happy St. George's Day. Sam Fox. Boobies, Lindo Lasadi's boobies. Happy St. George's Day! Happy St. George's Day to everybody involved in that. Who cares? Oh, yeah, but yeah, but what about some. Uh, we also wait to, to Paddy's Day and St. Andrew's Day and the Welsh one, David. We don't do St. George's because it's political. Quite, and we don't do it because it's boring. And we don't really do St. Andrew's or St. David's either because they're nothing. We do St. Patrick's because Guinness sponsor it. That's what, the only reason, the only reason St. Patrick's Day is a thing is because Guinness went behind it. That's why Father Christmas is red, because of Coca-Cola. You get a drinks company behind it, you, you, you got a thing. St. George's Day, have a word with Blooming PG Tips. Have a word with PG Tips. Get them to sponsor it. Or Skull. Or something. Get them to sponsor it. It's the only reason. The only reason we do St. Patrick's Day is because Guinness got behind it. No one cares. We don't not do it because of political correctness. We don't not do St. George's Day because of the Muslims. We don't not do it for because for, of Europe. We don't do it because it's boring and no one gives us stuff. Who cares? Who cares? Who ca- Honestly... Honestly, who cares about St. George's Day? No one. The people that think they care because they think they can't do certain things, like they think they can't fly the flag of St. George, which you can. Someone then finds a story from the Daily Mail about someone who was told to remove their flag of St. George uh, because it offended the local Pakistani things. Well, then when you read the story a little bit more, you realise that it was actually too big and it's put up without planning permission and it's in a place that's actually dangerous. That's what those stories always are. It's like Winterville can't say Christmas because of them. You upset the Muslims, call it Winterval. No, it's not. It's just some councillor. It's all bullshine. No one cares about St George's Day except for Tommy Robinson, who sat at home with a boner all day. All day! And he's painting the flag of St George 
on his balls. And my family always celebrate on this day every single year. Oh, but in that case, Do you know I, ta- why? I take back everything everything I just said. Go Do on. you know why? It's my sister's birthday. In that case, I it's push Vic's day. everything I, I took back, I'm pushing it back out there and I'm pushing <laughs> it even further onto the table uh, of roulette, which is which is this show. Should we take a phone call? Yeah. Strong vibe tonight, very strong vibe. Let's go to Damo. Good evening, Damo. Hey, good evening, Ian. Good evening, Kath. Hello, Damo. Strong, strong, hey, strong, strong doing, vibe. Peeps? How are we doing? Very, very, very strong vibe. Oh, well, I'm glad to. I'm Which glad is to slowly hear. seeping through the hole in the floor, Damo. Let's let's try and grab onto that vibe. What have you got for us? Okay, shall I quiet, quiet down my voice? Quiet down your voice. Have you had a few yeah. drinks? Have you had a few drinks today for St David? Oh. Yeah, because this is guy. So this guy's so drunk, he's been drinking for the wrong saint. That's how drunk this In guy is. Thanks of Saint David. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I just wanted—I I wanted to phone you to say I—I I love you and I love Kath. Okay. Thanks. Is that it? Kath has got the most beautiful. Telephone voice. In telephone, the world. telephone voice. Interesting. There, he said telephone voice. When have you spoken to Catherine on the telephone, Damo? Well, because she's she's on the she's on the radio. She's got horrible. What he's saying is horrible radio voice. Great telephone voice. Have you ever considered reception work? <laughs> she's got a wonderful radio voice. Oh, even Chamba drunk. How does that make you feel, Catherine? At home? No. <laughs> if if I was single, I would marry her. Um, well, what if she... Well, hang on a minute. My husband might have something to say about exactly, that. Exactly. Thank you. And also, you sound disgusting. <laughs> I wouldn't let my best what? mate... Uh, I wouldn't let my best mate marry you. I would I, well, well, I would be I would be like... Um, uh, who's the dirty little man? The the pervert. The little man. He's a pervert. He's tiny. What the geezer off? Little um... man. A dirty. He's a, he's a dirty. He's, he's, a, he's a me tooer. What's his name? The, Hoffman. I would be like Hoffman at, uh, at the end of uh, oh, Midnight oh. Cowboy when he. D- yeah, we... yeah, yeah. No, not Midnight Cowboy. Um, the one with the lady. The old oh, Mr. Robinson. I just came in my pants. What's that one called? The graduate. Yes. I w- oh, don't marry him. But I don't want you marry oh. me to marry me, but I don't marry this guy's well, a jerk. Sorry. I, I don't mean to offend, Catherine. I don't mean to offend. Here's here's a question for you, although I've just given you the answer, Damo, but I think you're so drunk you won't know it. Can you name Go the on. two Dustin Hoffman films that end with him that, that end with him sat at the back of a mm. bus? Literally just told you the answer. Rain Man and Um Oh, I can't think of... Thanks so much for your call. Literally gave you the answer. If anyone else wants to play, what are the two films that end with Dustin Hoffman sat at the back of a bus? 0344-499-1000. But still, his judgment in women was spot on. Who, Dustin Hoffman? No. My future husband, Damo. Got the rhythm. Oh, oh you've broken okay. it. You've broken it. Right. Don't okay. mind. I can fix that. That's, um, that's awkward. Like any good drummer. Got another stick. <laughs> hey, listen, we're going to do something we've never done before. Could be dangerous, okay? So, um, I went round my sister's Christmas. Hang on. I've got stuff in my bag. Oh, I left the bell in the car. It doesn't matter. 
Um, and she had had posted through her letterbox a CD. Oh, yeah. Not this one, that's Nick Jones. She didn't have a... It's, it's, um, she'd had that posted through her letterbox. OK. Oh, right. It's a Jesus CD. Can you describe it to the boys and girls listening at home? It's a, it's a homemade CD, uh, and it's, had, it's been decorated uh, with a red pen, yeah. and it says... Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, Lord God, and then it's it not swearing. It's not even swearing. We and can then it say has it. some writing on it. I think in Hebrew. Yeah. Uh, it says Hallelujah. Um, that's that's that, that that's in English. But the rest of it is um, in Hebrew. No, it doesn't say Hallelujah. Read it again. What does it say? Hallelujah. That's what it says. It says Hallelujah with a Y A H at the end and an exclamation mark. I haven't played it. If I'm honest, I forgot I had it. I had to give my sister a membership card to get that. I've seen these before. Really? Mm-hmm. If, if she lives kind of South London, South East London-ish, uh, anyone else get one of these through their letterbox? Either in, I'm, I'm guessing it's a local, um, uh, a local person doing it. I, I can't imagine it's a national. Thing I've certainly never got one. There was, it, I before. think it was in when we were working at Three Counties. I'm pretty sure some people got these through their doors in Luton. Okay, okay. Well, listen, we're going to play a little bit of it in a second. I'm going to take that to Sam during the break, and we're going to play some of it, and we're going to see. We're just going to see what's on there, guys. We're just going to see what's on there. It could be anything. I just don't know what's on there. So what we're going to do is we're going to play it. We're going to play the CD, and we're going to see what's on there in a second. I hope it's the Cliff's Christian uh, Canon. Aye, Cliff's got cannons. Wow. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. The CD doesn't work. We, it may be a data CD. Uh, so I, I will... Um, can we do it on your computer tomorrow? Well, I, I'll bring in my disk drive. Well, what if it inseminates Well, me? this is why I don't want to do it on mine. So we'll do it on your computer tomorrow. By the way, guys, we have had to fill in 133 membership cards because the merch sale has gone insane. 133 orders. 133. We've signed them all. We've numbered them all. Tomorrow, we are writing your names on them and then laminating them. And then they will be sent out probably Thursday they're going to be sent out. This is, this is, please don't order any more merch. No. Because, uh, uh, you know, it's just doing my nutting, if I'm completely honest. Also haven't got enough laminate wallets. Need to get a few more. So I saw something today that I never thought I'd see. I saw a woman mowing the lawn. Yeah. But with a difference. Mm-hmm. With her teeth? She had a robot lawnmower. Nice. Right, so it's a little, like a little disc, like a little round thing. Yeah, like the hoovers you can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing, right? So it was mowing her lawn, this little thing. But she was following it. Oh, which Isn't that pointless? Surely that defeats the point. And at one point it missed a bit, so she had to pick it up and put it back. No, no. that can't be right. Robots are meant to make things easier for That's us. That's like having a dog and pooing on the lawn yourself. I love. I don't love mowing my lawn, actually. I hate it, but I enjoy it more. I hate it less than when I had a fly mower. All my life I've used a fly mower, right? And, uh, God, I've wasted... I've, I've spent a bit of money, not a lot, about 160 quid, got a heavy lawn mower. That's what I'm talking about. It's the heavy, way... Lawnmower, not a tractor. Heavy lawnmower. It does, it does do the stripes. I don't really care about the stripes, but it does. It does do the stripes. But my stripes, have you, have you seen Catherine? Are wonky. Yeah, they're like bends. It's like a rainbow, uh, which is cool. Um, but 
Because with the fly mo, it's like you push it back, forward, backwards, forwards, backwards, trying to get it. This one, you just walk in a straight line. Boom, that's done. Turn it around, walk in a straight line. It, it, what would normally take me over an hour, I can do in 15 minutes. Sweet. It's incredible. Nice action. Absolutely. When it comes to lawnmowers and irons, you want you want heaviness. Oh. It saves you work in the long run. Hello, Chuck. Sorry, it's a bit noisy. Just because you join me on the world exclusive, John Wayne. Oh, it's Chuck Winkle, the news correspondent. Okay, Chuck, but it's very, very noisy, Chuck. I'm, I'm afraid I'm in my car and I'm in hot pursuit. Hot, you're in uh, hot pursuit. You can hear me. Only, only very faintly. I'm shouting my little I can't knock into any of those. Salam Malalani. Salam Malalani. Are you? What are you doing? You're following Malala? No, I am in Harpasyot. Harpasyot? Unexplained flying object. Uh, oh, a UFO? Okay, fine. Well, what is. Uh, t- tell us where you are and what you can see. I intercepted it on uh, Abraham Lincoln Way on the corner of uh, Broad Street. Okay, this is in America, yeah? Just outside Atlanta, Mississippi. Okay, yep. It is uh, what I can only describe as. A cluster of lights flying through the sky. Okay, yeah. And I'm in half a shield of it, and I think it's very much going to be an alien. Okay, um, how long have you been following it for? I've been following it around about one hour, 34 minutes. Is it not? Can I ask a question? Yeah. Is it the sun? No, it's night time. In America? Yeah, over here in America, pitch black it is in sky. Well, then that is very mysterious because it's nighttime over here in the UK. It should be daytime in America. So something I... very, very strange is going down, Chuck. No, we're over on the east coast. Right, well, it's still daytime, mate. It's about, it's about 20 past five. Yeah, it's where... Yeah, um... So something, something, something has happened, mate. Maybe you've lost a few hours, or something has happened to you. What I think has happened, yeah, is, I'm, uh, I'm looking I'm forward to. At, I'm looking forward to hearing this. Yes, I'm actually in Bristol, Bristol, United Kingdom. Okay, thanks so much for your call, there, Chuck. Uh, okay, yeah, can I ask you a question? Someone tried to raise this point on the James O'Brien show on LBC, Go on. and James refused to do it as a topic. Well, we do the topics on this show. Is it what's your favourite wine gum? We do the topics on this show that other stations and other hosts are too scared to touch. Let's have it. I'm going to write down a, a word, and I want your pronunciation of it. How would you pronounce that word? Um. Mm. Well, mm. I know there are two, and uh, O'Brien was too scared to do this. I would say. I know what I would say, but I also know what I think is right. Diplodocus. Yeah, I think Diplodocus is right. Mm-hmm. I, but I remember out... when I was a kid, someone read a book about Danny the Diplodocus. Diplodocus. I have said for my whole life, I have said Diplodocus. And then about four or five years ago, it was pointed out to me, it's Diplodocus. Now, I mean, really. Can we... So this is tonight's show. Uh, we need to ascertain... The correct way to pronounce Diplodocus, Diplodocus. O'Brien wouldn't touch it. He's too busy doing Brexit. All right, mate. <laughs> All right, you, like you've not done that every single day for the past five years. 
we haven't done this one before. So we're doing it. 0344 499 is the telephone number for all you beautiful boys and girls out there. Uh, Diplodocus, Diplodocus. I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a chart and... Uh, Dip- Diplodocus, we're going to write on this side. I mean, I would understand both. I just come down on... Diplodocus um, on this side. Diplodocus, it sounds more Greeky. OK, well, I'm going to put Diplodocus and one for Diplodocus. OK. Uh, let's go to uh, Noel Taylor. Noel, how would you say Diplodocus or Diplodocus? Uh, uh, Diplodocus. That's t- well, that's... I don't even know what it means. OK, well, that's absolutely fine. It's um, one of the best... Di- one of the top... Ten dinosaurs. Yeah, one of the. Um, it's more of an across dinosaur than an up and down one. Yeah, hope that helps. Right. How are you? Are you okay. <sighs> happy. And Kathy, you okay? I'm happy. Great. Okay, what can we do um, for you now? What what bullshine have you got for us this evening? I've got more information on a paradise earth. Okay, let's do it. Why the hell not? Why the hell not? Christus Arresti, right. let's do it. Is it any Greek listeners? I've been puzzling. Is it Christus Aresti or Christus Anexi? Anesti? Anexi? I should have asked. I don't know. Christo. 0344 499 A lot of pronunciation questions this evening. Uh, it's going to be one of those shows, and I'm looking forward to right. it. I can't wait for it to start. It hasn't started technically yet. I mean, literally, it's start. <laughs> technically it's starting it started. now. It's starting now. Okay, well, I think it's finishing now. But away you go, sir. <laughs> um, I've completed a Paradise Earth. And, um, what, is it a game? I'm celebrating, yeah, I know, the first time it was Paradise Earth in the deserts, Ian. Right. Uh, and now it's a Paradise Earth for the rest of the world as well. John Ass has blocked me, by the way, guys. Oh, Latest update, news. John Ass has blocked me. Um, oh, no. Yeah, well, these things happen, these things happen. So a Paradise Earth will be mainly made by putting mirrors strategic- strategically... That's easy for you the, to say. <laughs> Put your teeth in properly and try again, mate. <laughs> He's breaking <laughs> them in for his grandma. Away you go, caller. A paradise earth will be made by putting mirrors strategic, strategically. Yo, one more try. If you mess up on this one, you're out. Away you go. A paradise earth will be mainly made by putting mirrors strategically on the light side of the moon, thus creating another sun. This would enable various nations to have a permanent summer... And most energy companies will cease to exist. Hang on a minute. Sorry, also, can I stop you there, caller? Catherine, yeah, why are you showing me a mini spa? Oh, just an advert just popped up. And Catherine's then found a mini spa. A blow-up um, hot tub. Oh, it's blow-up hot tub. I don't want to... I don't, first of all, I don't want a hot tub. Secondly, your boys, I don't... Your boys do. No, my boys do, but I don't want to blow-up one. Look at them, they're happy in I there. Live, I live in Leamington Spa. It's 50, it's 50 quid, reduced. No, 349. It looked like it was 50 quid, but you save 50. That's where Goodbye. they get you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Carry you. on, caller. Carry on, caller. Also, there will be daylight constantly, apart from the night. Yes. Per month. Uh, night. Uh, per month. Yeah. Okay. Apart from one, one night per month. Sorry, I read that wrong. Yeah. Uh, black people would be the master race. Are we, no, I feel like we've kind of... You're telling us... You're telling us... No, this is new, this is new. But then none of, none of... Just get to the new bit then, because nothing you've said so yeah. far is new. We know that black people God. are going to be the master race. So God just get to the new bit. <laughs> God would control the clouds as told usual. us that. You've told us that. Just get to the bit... No, I haven't. No, I've never told you well, that. Well, hang on a minute. Well, in, but, well, hang on. But if, if God is going to control the clouds as usual, then we knew that. Yeah. We knew that. We know God controls the clouds. So tell no, us the no, new... That's essential, that's essential to the invention, Ian. 
It's not okay. Again, just just thinking up a crazy idea doesn't make it a, 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 an invention. But carry on, carry on. All right. So, so uh, the the mirrors will be put oh. in in certain areas of the moon. I told us so that. that yep. So that so that nations such as Poland and Great Britain won't have a winter. You've told. I think you've told us this. When are the hedgehogs going to sleep? Sorry. When are the hedgehogs going to sleep? Uh, um, nature would adapt. Oh, it's taken them thousands of years to get to this point, and you're going to change it overnight. I mean, you stick a couple of mirrors up, that's game over. Yeah, you can't. Nature doesn't adapt. You know, there's a part in Alaska where they don't get nighttime for six years, and then you have like a month of pure nighttime. And the murder rate and the suicide rate um, and the bestiality rate oh. in that area is higher than anywhere else in the world. You need, you need nighttime. You need nighttime. Thank the as Neil Diamond yeah. once sang, thank the Lord for the nighttime. You you, you would in certain areas such as um, uh, Abu Dhabi, places that are really Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi, <laughs> Dhabi. Why certain places that are really hot? They appreciate the nighttime. But but the, the idea, my idea, is very clever because, like I say, nations that don't want a winter, and why have night time anyway? Well, so that you don't um, kill yourself or kill other people or have sex with an animal. <laughs> That's why. That's why you need night time. I like winter. I like I like wearing tights and boots. I like putting my scarf on. I like having different clothes on. I like coming in and having a hot bath. I like not being all sweaty. I like the winter. It's fun. Listen, guys, as, as, as Neil Diamond once sang, here we go. Thank the Lord for the night time. Forget the day. A baby chase it away. Get a relaxation. Here we go. Here we go. Hang on a second. Neil, let's, hang on. Hang on. Let's speak to Neil Diamond. Neil, Neil. Why? Why do we need the night time? What, what's so special about it? What's it for? Get a relaxation. Right. And it's time to groove. Right, get relaxation and it's time to groove. So we need the night time, Noel, because as Neil says, we get a relaxation and it's a time to groove. We need to groove. We need to groove, Noel. So I'm, I'm afraid I'm out. 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344 499 New listening figures are out for the show. It's not good. Only 500 listeners. Oh. Only 500 listeners. That's 10 more than last year. Exactly. So I'm taking that as a badge. Only 500. I, every one of you, I thank you. All 500, I should be coming round and knocking on your door and cleaning your windows. 0344 499 Let's go to Andrew. Good evening, Andrew. Ian, the answer is Diplodocus. Then for Diplodocus, okay. That's two for Diplodocus and two for I, I Diplodocus. on Google pronunciation. Oh, oh dear me, your vote, your vote doesn't count, Andrew. Your oh. vote has been... Catherine, would you like to tell him why his vote is no longer valid? Oh. Is it because I looked it up? No. <laughs> Try oh, again. What, what was it that you said? Let's have a little um, Google pronunciation. If only... Google what if, now? If only there was a word, pronunciations. What? what no such, wo- no such word, Andrew. Is there not? No. 
Oh, oh, you mean pronunciations. Oh, I see. Touche. Touche, turtle. At your Touché service, sir. Oh, do you know what? Yeah, I'm a generous yeah, yeah. guy. I'm going to keep your vote. Okay. Your vote, your vote stands, because I'm a good, I'm but, a great guy. But just note to everyone who is fortunate enough to be listening now, because you'll stop embarrassing yourself. The yourselves. other 499. Although Andrew may not be a listener, so we just can don't you know. File oh, pro- no, I am. Can you file pronunciation along with mischievous? Yes. OK, deal. Words that don't um, exist. Ian, I've got a question for you. But I, Skellington I and Chimbley do work. <laughs> Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Andrew, I'm sorry, Andrew, yes. Go, go. Um, I, I took my nine-year-old to watch Shazam on the weekend based on your Ooh. recommendation, and it was brilliant. Oh, do you know what? He had Absolutely. a tone in his voice there, Catherine, that made me think he was going to ask for a refund. Did you hear that no. tone? No, no I didn't. Did you? Oh, you did, uh, the nine-year-old, remind me, it's a girl, isn't it? Boy. Boy, well, yeah, that's what I... Well, absolutely... He hasn't stopped talking about it since we came out. Forget the boy. Did you enjoy it? Oh, I did. I really did. Oh, I'm so glad, mate. Honestly, I cannot rave yeah, about yeah. that movie enough. It's just... No, I told... Yeah, sorry. Go no, on. go on. I was just going to say, it's, I just think it's perfect. The perfect mix of action, heartwarming. Th- th- there were some bits that were scary. My boys were a little bit scared. Humour, superhero. It, it's just wonderful. We went to yeah, see it, it this was, weekend. It and uh, yeah, and they and I didn't realise, but I bought tickets. I thought the tickets were expensive. I bought tickets for this um, different way of showing films where oh. it comes up the side walls as well. Oh, oh it, I like IMAX. I think it's called yeah. 2X or something. And it was kind of pointless, but at the same time, interesting. Yeah. You dug it, though, Andrew. Oh, yeah, it was great. And um, my little boy, I told my little boy that I got the recommendation from you. And he said, oh, that, that guy on the radio, he said, ask him if there's going to be a sequel. Well, I, I, I'm glad. That, how old, what's your son's name, if you don't mind sharing it, if you don't want to share it? William, and Wh- he's nine. William, um, listen, mm. that's a great question, William, uh, and I can exclusively oh, reveal yeah. on this show that there is a very, very high chance of a Shazam 2. There is also a very, very high chance of Shazam popping up in a future Justice League movie. These things... Oh, that would be awesome. These things are all, all very, very likely... I can't yeah. tell you how I know that, but I do know that. So You're on the inside. I know. Um, I'm I'm sure I one other quick thing I wanted to say is yes, um, <clears throat> I'm very excited to have ordered a T-shirt. Oh, which uh, one did you go for? Oh, I went for the Black uh, Motorcycle Club I one. I told black you, Catherine, white. that's the most popular one. Well, everyone likes scooters. Yeah, we go. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, hopefully, hopefully you should. If all goes to plan, you're going to have that, that, and the card is going to come in the same package. You should have it all by the end of the week. Okay, and may I suggest that if you want to push more people towards that website, yes. uh, then at a risk of sounding like a pervert, oh. uh, a cat should definitely uh, model more uh, with her um, photo. She put a photo on which drove me towards the website, let's say. Okay. Ju- just cats should do the modelling or, I mean... What the- well, I, I mean, can I can wear I can wear clothes and have a camera pointed. It's at not me. just about wearing them. I can I can wear them. 
it's that... it's the certain style that she's got, you see, which drives. Okay, you're 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 a, you're a, sex, you're a sexist pig, yeah, Andrew. You're a, you're a dinosaur. Get out of here. We don't want any of that. He's a dinosaur. I'm sorry, Catherine. I'm no, so no. I'm so sorry, my I love. I to work. No, no, I'm so sorry, my love, that you were patronised there what? by that by that absolute pig. You are a beautiful bit of skirt, and to be spoken to like that, I think, is disrespectful because you. Let me just say this, listeners. Right? Don't disrespect my best mate, Catherine. Right? She is. The best producer I've ever worked with in my life. And when I say that, I mean she makes a cracking cup of cough. Cracking cup of decaf cough. And this is running out, actually, Catherine. So please don't phone up with your sexist patriarchy. I'm good at this. Don't phone up with your sexist patriarchy. She's great, right? She's got a great rack. She makes a great cough. And she is my best buddy. So, So guys, fellas, lads... Just tone it down a little bit, all right? Because this one thinks as well. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. After hours amusement for anarchists, air hostesses and jet lag antipodeans. Can I, Cobbers? Can I crash on your floor? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, Paul Ross show, always, always good. They actually put um, some time and effort into producing that show and like this nonsense... <laughs> We just rock up. We spend the night. We spend the night watching telly and signing membership cards. Tomorrow, Kath's coming to mind. We're going to put the names on the membership cards and laminate them. We're going to get high on lamination fumes. That's what we're doing. Admins, what we're doing. And we're going to stream it on Twitch as well. Thought we could stream it on Twitch. That'll be absolutely fascinating <laughs> people, for everyone. People, it's so a Twitch. Those who don't know, is like a streaming site where people stream themselves playing video games. And it's, it is. It, it, I like watching people playing video games. It turns out it's a thing. Um, and I've recently had a, I've been streaming retro games on my Dreamcast. Uh, a lot of virtual tennis. Wacky races arrived today. Oh. What a game! Driving as the Ant Hill Mob. What, what a game! And for those of you who are watching on Twitch, you were lucky enough to be there as it d- was delivered. And I told the postwoman I loved her. You know when you're having a conversation with someone, and someone says information A, and you give acknowledgement A. Yes. And that's the end of the conversation. Yes. But then person repeats information A, and so you repeat a variation of acknowledgement A, uh-huh. right? You do acknowledgement B, and then they repeat information A. Say to me, I mean, well, should I say what she said to me? Because it was quite naughty. All right, you be the postman and say, I delivered a package for you Saturday, but I signed for it for you. All right. So you say that. I delivered a package... Package for you whoa, Saturday. Whoa, package. Uh, steady on, mate. I delivered a package for you on Saturday, but I signed. Oh, that's for brilliant. It. Thanks. I uh, delivered it and I signed for it. Oh, that's really kind. Thank you. So I signed for it. I love you. That, I couldn't think of a third variation. I couldn't. Th- couldn't say the same thing. So I couldn't think of a third variation. So I said to the postwoman, "I love you." Ooh, that dear. is. Um, well, that'll stop her talking to you. Hopefully, no. She's nice, my post lady. I like her a lot. Um, well, you love her, apparently. Well, apparently so. But so if you're watching the stream today, Wacky Races, played it, great, twitch.tv slash Ian Lee, getting really great viewing figures. I was up to 80 today at some point. I was up to 150 the other day. I don't know what's going on. Uh, so come and join me. I might do a little stream when I get home playing Wacky Races. I don't know. But here's the thing. When I'm talking like nonsense and trying to fix the, the Dreamcast and the connection and going, can you hear, is the sound, is the sound coming through? Is the microphone I'm doing all that? High viewing figures. Uh-huh. As soon as they start playing the game, the, the viewing figures plummet. So I think us laminating, I think it's going to be a little... Uh, uh, Richard Ray Allen, stay there, I'll come to you in a minute. 
I think it's going to be a little um, like ASMR, like visual ASMR. And people are going to get, going to, people are going to be at work, unemployed people are going to be smoking uh, joints. Um, I think it's going to be a big hit, us laminating. So tomorrow, not too early, we will be streaming on twitch.tv slash Ian Lee, me laminating. Also, here's the thing, because I'm, I'm into the retro games. It's all about the Dreamcast, and someone, a very kind gentleman from this brilliant Facebook page, Dreamcast Junkyard, sending me a load of games, just a load of old games he doesn't need. So I'm going to be listening, I'm going to be playing those. But then I did something really stupid. Right. Spent 160 quid. I'm a bit skin. I'm not skin, but I'm a little bit. I haven't got as much money as I like to think I have. Spent 160 quid right, mm-hmm. on a modded... You know the old computers we used to have at school, the BBC Micros? Yeah. The big old... Beige. I bought one of them, but it's modded with a flash drive so you can store thousands of games in it. It's also got a USB socket so you can get like a, a, a memory stick... Stick it in the back and just download games like that. 160. I haven't got this kind of... What is going on? But I'm going to be... That's I'm going to get that in the next week or so. I'm going to be streaming that. I'm going to be streaming my BBC Micro. Not an emulator, guys. I don't do emulators. When you come to my channel, when you come to my channel, you get the authentic hardware. Okay, guys? For the... Full experience, you're going to get 30 bored kids waiting in line hoping they might get one go on one level before the class is up. No, it's going to be a computer club style and you have to write your name on the bit of paper for 15 minutes lunchtime use at the start of the week. You're only allowed to write your name down twice. 15 minutes is all you get. So don't load up a game that's going to take eight minutes to load up. Load up a quickie. You can forget Granny's Garden. And also, don't be an SH1T. When it's the end of your 15 minutes and the next pair are coming in, don't turn the computer off. They might want to play the game you were playing. So that is happening, man. That is happening. Twitch.tv slash Ian Lee, where dreams can come true. Um, good evening, Richard. Hiya. Hiya. Uh, uh, good to go, Chris. You, sorry, you're very muffled. Are you, is your head in a sack? No, Diplodocus. You're saying Diplodocus. Okay, anything else? Uh, you know, TV. It's so... It's <laughs> so... Maybe if we talk boxing like that, we'll understand like this, why it's, it's difficult. It's very, very hard Hello? to understand what you're saying. Is there any way you can Hello? talk... Hello? You hear me now? Sorry? You hear me now? A little bit. What? Have you got an oh, earpiece oh, in oh, or wait something? Wait a minute, wait a minute. There you go, something being switched oh, on. Oh, no, it's just your mouth. It's your mouth full of cotton wool. Hello? That's there better. we go. There we go. There what, we what, go. what were you doing, man? What was what what was you doing that meant you didn't want to talk to us properly? I don't know. The phone weren't working right. The phone weren't what working What did you right. unplug? The phone <laughs> weren't what working right. What did you right. unplug? <laughs> Come on, Richard. Right. Well, what I want to say is, right... The phone weren't working right. Come on, man. Hey. Right. No, you've got TVs, right, these curved ones. The curved TVs, yes, I'm aware of them. Yeah. I think they're silly. Right. Why well, I reckon, right, if you turn them the other way, come, come backwards, inwards, you can make invisible spaceships. Oh. Wasn't expecting that. So the, the, <laughs> the, and here's the thing. What do you reckon to that, though? Here's the thing. I think he actually right, means TV. it. The curved TVs. Explain that again. You've got the curved TVs, yeah. Right, curved TVs, curved inwards. But if you turn, turn the other way... So you've you got the back, so it's facing the window and you're looking at the back of it. So it's curved the other way. You can make a spaceship out of that, so it could be invisible. Explain, explain how that works, Richard. And have you tried right, it? Got a curved TV. Yeah. Right, you could join them all together. Oh, you put them. Do you put you you put two together. 
No, they join loads together. They make a massive screen, right? Yes. And uh, it could be a spaceship. Oh, and do you mean, it. so instead of it curving inwards, it curves inwards, outwards? outwards. It curves outwards, so they can make a massive spaceship. Yes. So they could do the colour of the sky. Okay. You know, you can get a, a fireplace thing. Fireplace? Fireplace in yes. your front room, so it looks like Tony's got a fireplace on. Yes. You can do that with the sky. Mm-hmm. Same colour as the sky is. They could be flying around everywhere. They could be. Okay. And, and, and be. do you think they would actually fly? Of course, with spaceships. Okay. You know what I mean, this television comes coming from some aliens, and the spaceships could be covered in TVs. In, so, they make, so they make invisible, so you can't see them. Okay. Uh, ah. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? Do I do know what you mean. So you're sa- you're saying that there are. Possibly spaceships flying around the Earth now, but they're yeah. covered in braviers turned the other way round. So we c- yeah. and they're just showing like movies of sp- of like the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and we it. can't see them. Yep. Well, I think that. Well, they're, they're, I think you, you'd be exactly the sort they're after. An intelligent, <laughs> an intelligent forward <laughs> thinker with a dirty laugh. I think that's exactly what the who the aliens want to probe. If you catch my lizard, thank you for your wisdom, Richard. All right, it's, it's appreciated. It really, really is. Wow. Let's go to Keith. Good evening, Keith. Oh, hi, you two. It's Keith in Wigan. It's in your world. Do you remember? I've uh, sort of like uh, spoiled a, about a couple of films. You spoiled a couple of films, yeah. Which film are you going to spoil tonight? No. <laughs> well, you just said you spoiled a couple of films, so. Uh, it, um, there's not much on at the minute of quality, but. Um... Hello? I didn't. Did, are you there? It's called Dragged Across Con- uh, Concrete, uh, Mel Gibson, and it's too... Um, and, that's, and that's what that guy wants to do to the Jews, because that guy's an anti-Semite. I refuse to see any. I refuse to see any Mel Gibson film. All right, sugar tits. It's it's two burned out cops who are not with. Your phone keeps cutting in and out. I'm not doing that. I swear I'm not doing that. Your phone keeps cutting in and out, Keith. On a landline. This is. I'm on a BT landline. Okay, well, don't don't blame British Telecom. They're one of our finest finest companies. Well, it's Virgin Media, actually. But so yeah, the, the ba- basically. It's, well, then don't it's, libel British Telecom. They're one of our. Don't libel Busby. It's too. Uh, Why too, are you? He's going to spoil a film again. I really. No, I'm not. Do you want me to t- give you just the the basic first line or what? Give us the basic. F- just literally the first line. No more. Right. No more. No two, what? Si- two hardened cops yes. um, and a film. Conducting an, uh, uh, an uncivil arrest, and um, the story goes on from that, and it's multi-layered. Uh, looks quite good, quite long, but the Guardian gives it four out of four out of five. And the other thing is that cat. I went watching that uh, us, and I couldn't make head and a tail of it. I thought it was me, and when um, I saw, I reviewed Commode's uh, thing on it, and he was talking about all these sort of existential, subconscious us and them, and all sorts of um, 
elitist sort of like people being alive and dead and I couldn't make any tale of it. But I'm going watching the uh, Drive Across, Con Across Concrete tomorrow. So it should be a good one. OK, well, thank you for the film review, Keith. We really appreciate it. Yeah, go and see it. You'll enjoy I, I'm not going to bother because it sounds boring. I refuse to see any movie with um, with Mel Gibson in. I don't. I don't like supporting anti Simmons. Limmy is calling me out on Twitter. Uh, well, I have. Are you owning him? Well, I've just sent a screenshot. I've just sent a screenshot of a DM. Oh dear. Just sent a screenshot of a DM. Um, so, so have that. Have that. There you go. Have that. Um, let's go to Rahim. Good evening, Rahim. Uh, good evening, Ian. How are you doing, right? I'm doing good. very, very well, Raheem. Very well. Ah, oh, good to hear. Good to hear. So, um, yeah, I've been hearing you talking about like uh, retro games. Like, yes, sir. Movies? The old video games. The oh, old good. ones are the best ones. Indeed, indeed. Right, I've been uh, thinking because you got you say you got a Dreamcast, haven't you? Yes, mate. Actually, I'll tell you what. My favourite ever game came out on the Dreamcast. I think you should like maybe give it a go if Shenmue? you wanted to. Is it Shenmue? No, Sonic Adventure. Remember Sonic Adventure. One? I'm getting it. I had it, and I'm getting it, and I'm going to play it. It's the best uh, well, game ever. Join me on Twitch. Favorite. Join I me on Twitch so and much. watch me play it. Yeah, I even got it on my PS4 now. What it's the? such a good game. What? Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Shut up. A lot of these old games, you could buy them on the PlayStation. No. Right? Oh, hang on a minute. I spent a fortune on old c consoles, and you can buy them on new consoles. Yeah, you can. Assholes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you can buy them as downloads now. So <laughs> I did know that. I but, did know that. But the Dreamcast is a great console. It's a great um, console, and yeah. um, I'm, I'm thoroughly, thoroughly. Yes. Dreamcast uh, and the GameCube. Those two are great. GameCube is wicked, man. Yeah, it's wicked. Oh, we should hang out sometime, Ray. I've still got it. I've still got the GameCube as well. You still, but, but, but buddy, you got the GameCube and you still got it. You know what I'm talking about, ladies? Yeah. Raheem, we should hang out or something, man. Yeah, we should, man. Calm down. Yeah, whereabouts are you, buddy? Southampton. P perfect. What are you doing? What are you doing tomorrow? Tomorrow, uh, I'm working. What about the day after? I'm working every day except until Saturday. Okay. Sunday well, I'm, fr I'm free. Sat let hang on a minute. Let me check my diary. I'm pretty sure. I I, if I've got the kids this week, I can cancel it. Let's have a little look. What? <laughs> I can. I, no, no, no. Because this, I, this, this sounds like a cool guy. I see what I might do as well. I might bang out the Mega Drive as well. You're going to bum up a what? Sorry. I might bring up the Mega Drive okay. as well. I've still got that. I'm free all weekend, buddy. Why don't I come over? Are you working Saturday? I am, yeah. What time do you finish? Half five. All right, I'll get to yours for seven. We'll have we'll have a little bite to eat. We'll have an all night session. Yeah, come round. Yeah. Do you yeah. want me to? Um, do you want me to um, <clears throat> bring anything else with me, Raheem? Why do I get the feeling you're not actually going to come? It's like last last time you said you're going to come down to Southampton when you knew. Yeah. What would would you like me to bring? Uh, would you like me to bring anything? Uh, bring pizza. Well, I was thinking if you bring the food, maybe I could bring some herbs for the topping, Raheem. If you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, can do. Yeah. Bring a little uh, bit of green for the topping, Raheem. Mm. Would you like a little bit yeah. of green? Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. I see about seven on Saturday, man, and I'll bring drugs. Okay, thanks, Raheem. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. What a nice guy. What a nice guy. I'm I'm gonna have such fun with that guy. Get high, eating, playing. It's gonna be fun. You're not coming.
you're not coming. And you're not going. Oh, Mum! Mum! Oh, Mum, let me go. It's Raheem! Get up in your room! Hate you! Don't care. Let's go to Ray. Good evening, Ray. Good evening. And these listener figures, I thought you had 59k. No, no, no. We have 500. 500. That's oh, according... No, yeah, well, according we don't use Ray Jar anymore. We go no. on the, the bollocks that Steve Allen spouts on his show, and apparently it's 500. So that's those are the official... Those are the official stats. And he knows it all, does he? He knows yeah. it all. Love Alan. Okay. Anyway, uh, to, to add to the list, I say Diplodocus. What? That's not even what. That's not even one of the options. Diplodocus. Docus or Docus will, uh, is close enough for jazz. Well, hang on. What, what are you saying? It's either Diplodocus or Diplodocus. You've not said either of those. Don't oh, throw a third dip- one into the into the the, the mat. Diplodocus. Dipl- oh, Diplodocus. Well, they're hauling Dockers. sacks away from the from the yard. Diplodocus, then. I can't remember which one was which. I'm going to say it was that one. All right, so that's 4-2, I think, to one of them. I'm not sure which one. OK, brilliant, Ray. Uh, Ray, how is the... Um, uh, the Ray does the playlist of songs that we play on the show. Have you added Xanadu? Oh, uh, not yet, no, but I added the um, Klaatu ones. They were great. Beautiful, a bit of Klaatu. Send us, when you've updated it, Ray, maybe at the end of the week, send us the link again. We'll retweet it. I'll, I'll put it on my Facebook page because so, I know you put a lot of work into it. And uh, we, we'll, we'll, if people want to go and check out the fab music that we play on the show, chosen by me, chosen by Catherine, then uh, Ray is the source of the, of the vibes. Yeah, I know. Sorry? Okay, thank you, Ray. Uh, let's go to Alan very quickly. Good evening, Alan. Thank you very much indeed. Anything else? Five to Diplodocus. Okay. Anything else, Alan? We've got 40 seconds. I've got the member card 10 Saturday morning. Saturday morning? Yeah. In the post. That's weird. All right. Well, what number are you? 17. Yes, man. How do you feel? I feel absolutely proud. It gets you 15% off in Pizza Express. And I've got adopted horror move answers. There we go. Thank you very much indeed. He got adopted horror move answers. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand for the first time this evening. The switchboard is empty. Now would be a great time to give us a call. This dear listener is the late night alternative weeknights from Ian and Catherine. Are you one of the lucky five hundred? The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Up last night, she was going spare. She was in a tent, I'm pulling it around. Your sister's caught in a scruffy looking tent. Father, don't give a monkey. I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. But it comes down here. I've got my beer in a side pool here. Let mama sort it out if it comes down here. I said to me, mama, let me have a call to dance. So he comes to the telephone. It wasn't all fair. Sis, she's got no sense in a little can. If he comes round here, there's gonna be a rat. I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. But it comes down here. I've got my beer in a side pool here. Let mama sort it out. Sold it out. 
Etc. 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 Oh three four 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 nine nine. Have I got this? Hang on a minute. I want to um, keep the computer. Is the computer? Why won't that play? Oh, because I've got a. No, that's not it. Right. Uh, computer down. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Can I? Can I? I want to ask a question. I've been trying. I wanted to ask for the last few nights, but it sounds really insensitive uh, because it is prompted by what has happened—the horrific attack on Christians in Sri Lanka. So it's, I, I'm taking it away from that. But it's something I've noticed a lot. And I've really been reminded of it this. So it, it, while it has been prompted by the horrific terrorist attack, it isn't specifically about that, OK? Because I don't want to aim at that. But, and you might be able to answer this because you've worked in an environment where this is prevalent to a certain degree. When there is a huge horrific incident, like a terrorist attack or a plane crash or, you know, a boat sinking or something, I never get why they go... Uh, 150 people died. Uh, there were seven Britain. You know, they, why they say seven Britons died? Mm-hmm. 150 people dying is terrible. You know, I, I, it's awful. You know, the, the nearly 300 that died in Sri Lanka is awful. I don't get why they then break it down to say, well, and, and uh, eight Britons died, or we, we've just found out that, that at least five Britons have. I don't understand. And again, I don't want to talk about Sri Lanka at all. It's, it's, it's horrendous and it's awful, and an awful attack on, on Christians, you know, praying in a church. Awful, awful, awful situation. A lovely country that I've been to. So I don't want to talk about that. But they, they do it. And when we worked at um, Three Counties, a local radio station, yeah. if there was an international event or a national event and someone died from within that broadcast region... I remember someone punching the air once because in a big a big international disaster, there might have been a plane crash or something, there was someone from Luton. So it meant we could cover it in the thing. Why, do you know why? Because, quote-unquote, then you can own the story. Then it becomes a local story. Right. So uh, local in terms of local to your country, local in terms of local to your um, transmission area. Uh, I was always really uncomfortable with that. Mm. Uh, and... Because you're either interested in the story or you're not. And I didn't really understand why having someone from the patch involved makes it any more or less of a tragedy. Is it... Is it in the case of a big international disaster? It brings it closer to home, is the argument. Is the argument, right, right. And I suppose then... 
I suppose then they can it, 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 they can it makes it easier to to then focus on an individual yeah. story. Yeah. So so this the, the two hundred people died in this plane crash. One of them, well, you know, five of them were British. Five yeah. Britons died, uh, and and his his Steve who died. And is that what it's about? Yeah. And then the hope is that you manage to get hold of someone who knows that person, and then it, you know, then you are. Um, is it weird? I think it's weird. Is it? Is it um, weird? Because to me, the, the Sri Lanka. 290 people died 290 people died whilst celebrating Easter being blown up by seven that yeah. that's 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 horrific enough for me that's big enough horrendous enough awful enough for me hearing and, and there were eight Britons or however many were no disrespect I don't mean that in a disrespectful way I'm treading as carefully as I can around this because some people will get offended I'm trying not to um that doesn't make it any more horrific no but the, it, the, the element it does add, and it's that thing of, you know, like James O'Brien says, people queue up for the ghost train because, you know, the news is is supposed to concern and, and or frighten yeah. it, right? Um, I think the argument would also be that it wasn't just a local incident to them. It was an international incident. Right. Possibly targeting foreign people as well. Yeah. If it's terrorists they will have selected that target on the basis that it would do maximum damage to the maximum number of countries. Right. Okay. And so okay. in that case, it's not just a local uh, dispute or a local right. incident. It's, do you know okay, what I mean? Yeah. So, okay. So if 200 people, again, they've got to move on. 200 people died in a, a bomb uh, in um, oh okay well let's, well let's do it. Two hundred ninety people, you know, die in a series of explosions in Sri Lanka. Oh well, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. There were a certain number of British people. Oh God, this this international terrorism is affecting us. So it's partly to partly to make to it relevant us? to make relevant? it relevant to you to people relevant. who are, to to people who are thousands of miles away gives you a stake in it okay. as a listener. It, it it goes for that emotional impact okay all right you've explained it very well it's it's, it's had me scratching my head the, the last you know since since it happened really i always it, it always has me scratching my head i always think it's an odd thing and well i mean you're looking at the victims and they come from all over the world what is the thing they've got in common yeah yeah that's the that's the kind yeah. of you ever been to sri lanka no some country man some country, stunning. We got ripped off on our first day there. No, that was it's all about. But we got ripped off on our first day. I think I told you this. I was, was was going with Tessa, and um, we would we would the hostess said, "Don't if anyone approaches you on the beach, just don't talk to you. Say no thanks and walk on." So of course, the first person approaches us on the beach saying, "Do you want to come and see a baby elephant?" Or is either a baby elephant or a baby crocodile? We went, "Yeah, totally." And he said, right, that'd be like five... I don't even know what the mum was. It'd be 500. Like, yeah, fine, no worries, man. And we followed this guy, walked with this guy for ages and ages. And I don't think we saw... A, it was a baby crocodile. And we and we had to pay him another... It was just a horrible rip-off. And we're going, this is weird. And we kept saying, I think we're going to turn back now. No, 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 it's just a little bit further on. But we had a wicked time in Sri Lanka. We met this guy whose name I can't remember. Got talking to this guy in a, in a like a bar. This young lad. And... Um, he said, "I'll tell you what. If he he, he said, have you, have you booked to go and, to go to Candy, which is where Buddha's tooth is? Jeez. And some, he said, have you been to these places? He said, no. He said, I'll tell you what. If you give me three thousand, whatever it was, I'll get a van. I'll be your tour guide. And we went, 
yeah, all right, because we got on with him. He's a nice lad. And actually, it was it was a fair price. It was it was probably a little bit less than we'd have paid for an official tour. And he was brilliant. And he took us to all these places, and we had a great time. And then about two years later, there was the tsunami that wiped everybody out. And we were thinking, oh, God, that poor bloke. And I found his address, and his address was something like, I can't remember his name, and I've, I've got his email somewhere. I, occasionally, I email him. His address was something like... Um, the, the 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 small hut next to the big tree uh, uh, up the, it was that kind of address um and i wrote to him thinking uh, he's dead because it was right the epicenter that was well the weather tsunami was its strongest was right where we we'd been and um wrote thinking oh they're dead it was him and his wife and he had a little baby they're dead and um about a month later i got a phone call from him saying yeah good to hear from you man my wife and kid were there, but I was working on another island in a hotel and we lost our house and we lost everything, but everyone's alive and we're cool and great and blah, blah, blah. So um, I think we I think we sent him a load of clothes from Gap for his kid and we got some great pictures back of his little kid, beautiful little kid, just modelling these Gap clothes. And I think we gave him a few hundred quid. He said something like, "If you know, 200 quid would help, well, I could buy, I could build a house. So I think we sent him like, I was doing telly, so he sent him like 500 quid and he... I think he built a mansion for that. But really nice guy, and he would email me from time to time. We email, I haven't spoken to him for ages, actually, but just a nice guy. So seeing something as horrific as, as you know, as that, and it is horrendous, um, you know, just makes me sad that country is, uh, is touched by tragedy. Anyway, mm. thank you for helping clear that up, because I yeah, couldn't it, quite get my head around it. It's not it. pretty. No. Newsrooms. I saw someone of, punch the air once, because it was a local gender. story. Well, you know, the... You know, if it bleeds, it leads. Yeah, 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 that's, that's the, the line. That's the line. That's the line. It's a strange world we live in. I do think that the majority of people are better than the newspapers, newspapers in particular, and some broadcast news. I think the majority of people are better, they deserve better news <laughs> in terms of outlets, in terms of no one cares. I don't care which celebrity is sleeping with which celebrity. I don't care which celebrity is divorced from which celebrity. Um, the, 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 I, can, I, I don't... I understand why they were put and eight Britons died, but I don't actually need that. You know, it's it's an horrific thing that's happened again in the name of religion. So this time it swung back that way, you know, and mm. it will swing, swing back the other way again at some point. It does, goes back and forth. But they feel like, it feels like the perception is that the reader or listener or viewer needs to be able to say it could have been me. Yes, I suppose so. To engage with it. I suppose so. Barry, stay there. We'll come to you in a minute. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call you can phone in about anything we sit here and um just chat nonsense it's always the the, the week the days after a bank holiday are always slightly weird kids went back to school today uh, where i live mine go back tomorrow yeah so it's it you know it's kids go back to school parents are shattered so they go to bed you know a, a decent time it's you know it's... i spent a day on my own for the first time wow. in two and a half weeks today why because i didn't i you didn't have the kids a, the kids went back to school oh oh yeah yeah, yeah so i i didn't Beautiful. have anyone sort of asking Beautiful. me for things or watching me just as one buttock hit the sofa yeah. asking me for something else that i had so to what get you up call for. your kids buttocks <laughs> no. outrageous you know what i mean for the last two and a half weeks the only time yeah. i've been on my own is when i went to the loo yeah well Thank God for locks. Well, okay, thank you. Uh, 0344 Audrey um, has stepped. Audrey Gillen has stepped into the Limmy 
thing. Do you want to tell her or should I? You should probably tell her. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz cats, and gin soaked boys and girls. Got some <laughs> If you're a wink, you're a welcome. I've got five cactus needles stuck in my. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. It's the first time I've actually heard what he says in that jingle. If you're awake, you're, you're a welcome. welcome. I've never heard. I've never. <laughs> I, I never knew. It just it was just noise to me before, as this radio show is to a lot of people. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm Ian Lee. That's Catherine Boyle. It's yeah. the late night alternative. Weeknights from ten on Talk Radio. Listen on DAB. Download the app or go to talkradio.co.uk. Um, you can call in about anything you want. If you're new here, and, and we have just nudged 500, so we're doing very well. Um, you're waiting for the question. You're waiting for the talking point. The topic, there isn't one. We just sit here and kind of chat about stuff that is in our heads. Or um, uh, oh, oh, No, I'll do that in a minute because Barry's been waiting for ages. I'll do that in a minute. Go on, Barry. Hey, Ian. How you doing? Good, Hello, thank you, Barry. Yeah, just I'm glad that Cass had a nice day to herself. Really pleased about that. Yeah, not as pleased as I am. That's nice for you, Ian. I, I just just a couple of comments. I yeah. thought it was really very poor form of that Simon what he'd done. You know those cards were it's a real nice gesture from you and totally against the. Oh, spirit. Yeah, he's that's the the. I nearly swore then. That's the guy that um, got a membership card and then sold it on e- put it on eBay to sell for £10,000. I've bought it back for £50 plus £1.50 postage and packing. And then he had the balls to tweet to someone, actually, the postage and packing cost another 75p, so I'm out of pocket. Out of pocket? How'd you work that out? Honestly, he tweeted it. What a chance. It's, uh, hopefully, we should get it tomorrow if the post is OK. And tomorrow night, we will be finding a new Simon... I'm the one that's out of pocket. We'll be finding a new assignment, and we will send we will send it to them with pleasure, with love, and with gratitude. It's a scumbag, and that guy is dead to me. That guy is dead to me. So thank you for your support, Barry. I appreciate it, mate. Yeah, I'm the other side of the picture, mate. I'm a very proud, numberless life member. There we go. This this of course Barry is the uh, has got a unique card. The only person to ever receive a late night uh, alternative membership lifetime membership card with no number on there numberless. No one else is getting a numberless card. It's just Barry from Weston. I got really carried away with the uh, lamination process. That's yeah. what happened. No, no, no. Just you enjoying did. the movements. No, you did it deliberately oh. to make that card special because yeah. Barry is special. That's yeah, why you didn't. That. You didn't. It's not you forgot to do it and you just put the thing in. It's because it's special and its specialness will be revealed at some point. As you called it, Ian, it's a ghost card. It's a ghost Ian, card. I've been thinking about these cards, just a little thought. I'm, I'm an old geezer, so, know. Um, you know, it's not... I, I was wondering about listeners. Um, you can places. leave them in your will. You can, if, you're, if that's the question, you can bequeath them. They are transferable. They are transferable only on death. Yeah, it's already done. I've already done that for my grandkids. You put it in the put it in the will, have you? Yeah, it's all done. Make perfect. sure I've got clear instructions because you don't want them falling out over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Good. Okay, I'm no, glad that's. I'm going to share it six months of the year each. Oh, that's a good idea. Very good. Yeah, idea. that makes sense. Ian, what what about? Um, I'm thinking about with these membership cards, places they can go. Now I'm just an old geezer, so I don't get around too much. But already, my membership card has been to two prem football games. Prem. Is that like PrEP, the drug that stops you... um, (laughs) Hey, the drug that stops you getting AIDS. But then I've read a story the other day that two people have got AIDS using... Not not because they've used PrEP, but despite using PrEP. So you've got to be careful. Double bag it. 
Double bag it. I think, I think being careful is probably still the way forward. Yeah, 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 definitely. Anyway, sorry, Prem, Premier Premier League games, right. Two Premier League games, I'm Wolverhampton Wanderers supporters, so they've been to two of those. They've also been to a seven and a half mile cross-country run, a little village called Chapwick, nice little um, run, Easter Monday run. Yeah. And, uh, and loads of places in Western Supermares. So it'd be interesting, like, more, uh, you know, listeners that sort of travel a lot more and do a lot more than I do, um, just to see the places that these cards can get to. Oh, oh, but that is great. This is, this is it. This will have a competition, because we're not on the BBC. We're going to have a competition that's going to run until the end of June. I want to see those membership cards in the most far-off places ever. Can we, can we get a membership card, for example, in Blackpool? Good. At the top of the tower. Can we get a membership card in Land's End? Could we get a membership card in Abu Dhabi? Could we get a membership card at the top of the Alpha Tower? Good. Buckingham Palace. Buckingham Palace. In the Queen's downer bra. Like, like you know, you're paying money. Could we get a picture of the card atop a pyramid? Oh. The, the the most imaginative, the most fun, doesn't necessarily have to be the most geographically far away because that could get us into problems. Unlikely the places. The most unlikely place uh, will win another membership card. Um, I want to see one in a bride's bouquet. <laughs> I want to see one as something new shoved in a bride's um, uh, stocking top. Well, Suspender belt, I believe they call it. Um, yeah, that's a great idea, Barry. OK, then, Ian, and, uh, next Tuesday... I'm busy uh, mine now. will my membership card, my numberless life membership card, will be on the top of Glastonbury Tor. There you go. You see, it will be imbued with the magic of King Arthur himself, Camelot and all that. Uh, Camelot and all that. The pixies, uh, the the fairy things, not the band. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Barry. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. So here's the thing. I had a lovely afternoon yesterday. I didn't I started telling this story and I really need a wee actually. Well, you can have one in half an hour. Well, okay, I'll have one. Okay. Hey Google. Hey Google. Set an alarm for thirty minutes, please. Okay, thirty minutes. Okay, brilliant. Thank you. There we go. Lovely. In, in half an hour, we uh, will go f- go to the toilet. That's great news. Thank you, Catherine. I didn't say you could leave the room. <laughs> uh, okay. So, yesterday, my next-door neighbour's kid, uh, a kid, he's 18, got locked out, and I saw him over the fence, and I, I don't really know him, but I owed him a plate. He brought some, he brought some brownies round, some biscuits, not drugs, not hash brownies and not, you know, girl guide. He brought some brownies round to say thank you for something I did two months ago. I ate them. I then saw him in the back garden. I handed him the plate. He was locked out. I said, well, if you, if you, if you can't get in, you're very welcome to come and sit in mine for a bit until your dad gets, gets home. He took me up on the offer. Imagine. He took me up on the offer. Um, we were both a little bit anxious to start with, but actually he's a really nice guy. And I chat with him and he's, he's you know, the the... You know, he's opening the door to his life. He's, he's back to his A levels. He's got an unconditional offer for uni. Wow. He he makes wow. Yeah, exactly. He makes he's into film and animation. Really, really nice guy, right? And we were chatting and just chatting and just chatting. And I told him about the, the show and stuff like that. And then we didn't we didn't talk about Brexit, but I did say that my next door neighbour, the slightly racist one, I said she voted Remain. Um, and we, we both probably agreed, by accident. We both agreed that there's too much um, division. And there's just, the whole country is divided. 
And he said, and this is genius, and this is what I want to try and find tonight if we can. He said, what the country needs is one thing we can all be united on, right, that will unite the far right, the far left, the um, people in the middle, Brexiteers, Remainers, that will, will unite everyone. And, he's, and he, we didn't come up with anything, but his example, his example that he kind of just threw out was... Um, you know what is the what is what is the best biscuit in the world? And we're not doing that because that's a local radio phone in. But just one thing, one thing, Catherine. We need one thing that everybody. Obviously, the best biscuit is a custard cream. Everyone knows that. We need one thing that will unite Tommy Robinson with Shami Chakrabarti. We need to unite those two. We need to... The country's divided in a way that's never been divided before. So what is... And this, this dear listener, we need your input on this. What is the one thing that we, as a people, on this holiest of St George's days, can we all agree on as British people? Oh, I, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I think that the thing that everyone likes to do at the moment is hate. So why don't we unite in hate? We all hate the same person. Yeah. Chris Biggins. No, of people who make cups of tea and put milk on a cold tea bag with no water involved. What? Yeah. Oh, I, no. Some people just sit the tea bag in milk while they wait for the kettle to boil. Those people are perverts. Well, I, well. Okay. And well, I think we can all hate them. Okay, well, I'm a pervert then. You don't do that. Uh, of course I do. Why would you do that? I don't make tea because uh, I don't like tea anymore. I think it's a, hor- a horrible drink. But that just saves time. So, no, no we can't. No, it doesn't. It just ruins it. We cannot do that. Uh. And we need, we, if, if anyone's got any suggestions, dear listener, I know that when we do phone in topics, you don't go for them because we've educated you not to. to. Yeah. We are hoisted by our own petard. We have got our own, uh, we've inserted our own rods down our backs. Is that the phrase? Created rod. a rod for your own back. And then yeah. inserted it down our backs. Oh, no, I don't know about that. We have inserted a rod down... A, it, much like Gloria Estefan. Oh. Inserted a... I don't think she made it. I don't think she made her own rod. I suspect no. that was probably uh, a fancy uh, Miami uh, doctor. Yeah. Um, so if anyone's got any suggestions... Dr. Beat. Hmm? It was Dr. Beat. Was it? What a coincidence. Because they had a song called Dr. Beat as well. Was it yeah. really? Yeah. You know, um, do you remember there was a story a couple of years ago. You know when George Harrison died? Poor old George. What year did George Harrison die? 1996. 2001. Oh. Um, and I went down to Abbey Road that night and watched some uh, Germans smoke, smoking a spliff from afar. You would take that. We might as well. Go on. Um, there was a story a couple of years ago that the now, I don't know how true this is, okay? But so, spread it anyway. Huh? You're going to spread it anyway. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm going to spread it. So there'll be Beatles fans who know this. Don't, don't, don't tweet us about it. Don't text us. Call in. Grow some balls and call in. 0344 499 There was a story that the doctor that treated George Harrison bullied him into signing a guitar for his son. Like, when he was, like, dying, when he was almost dead, to the point where the, the story that I read was that he put the pen in his hand and lifted... George Harrison couldn't even lift up his hand. Oh, no. And the doctor lifted up his hand to sign this 
crappy Fender copy. Now, it, it popped into my head the other day. I'm thinking, oh, remember that? I remember that. Was that actually... Does anyone know? Was that actually a thing? Did it go anywhere? I'm sure I read that um, uh, Dani... I think you pronounce it Dani. And Olivia... Uh, were trying to sue the doctor because he was either he was either trying to sell it on eBay or, or you know sell it at a rock and roll auction house, or they just wanted to get him struck off for you know bullying men dying of cancer. It's ethically very, very, very isn't Jeff, it? Yeah. Very Jeffrey that one. But does anyone else remember this? Is that did, I, I didn't imagine that, did I? I have this 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 knack. Of half remembering slightly odd stories, like the story, I, the story I remember, and I can't find any evidence of it online. And he must have paid to have this taken down. I remember it. There were pictures, and I've talked about this before. Keanu Reeves dropping a big cardboard box, taking it to a skip, and throwing it away, and then like two hours later, coming back and fishing it out and putting it in the back of his car. Now that's what I used to do when I was. I'm not saying this was drugs. That's what I used to do when I was trying to get rid of drugs. Is I'd go and throw them away. And I'm not doing that again. And then two hours later, we'll go back. That's what I've done with, like, porny stuff. You go and throw away your stash, go, I'm not doing that again. And then two hours later, you forget, and you go back, no, I'm going to get it. I just wonder. And so I remember that, right? No evidence. And then I re- just remembered a story. Wasn't there a story? I mean, this is this is either great stories or it's the libel hour. Wasn't there a story about Michael Douglas being found in a hotel room on his own like with loads of dildos and what? things. What? No. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Is what he said. We'll take, we'll take a break. Try no, come on. Google that. And if it, I totally apologise if I got that wrong. He, he'd take that as a badge of honour. <laughs> Google that. Michael, so tell me Michael Douglas. Am I going to put in Michael Douglas dildos? Because I'm going to get all sorts. Motel dildos. <laughs> If you know anyone knows about these stories, 0344-499-1000. This is Talk Radio. <laughs> Dead of Night Discourse for Disco Queens. I'm related to Jedward and Dolly Parton. Dairy Farmers aye, aye. and Distant Fathers. Yeah, whatever. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Doing lots of things that we don't know about, we can't control. On Talk Radio. Yes, great. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Anything? Have you got it? Strangely, no, but I, well, I've had to modify a... my search because I was getting a, all kinds. He's a very wealthy man. They can pay for these things to be taken. Well, you can now. You can appeal. So, in what scenario would he be found that way? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he'd been on a bender or something. I don't mean, again, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I don't know the story, but I'm pretty, what? pretty sure. I, uh, uh, Cleo, or, Cleo, do you remember any of these stories? <laughs> No, you don't. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. Okay, well, you Jesus. should see a doctor about that. Oh, oh, right. All right, calm down. So you uh, don't remember any right. of those stories? <laughs> Never heard anything about my. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm. Okay, well, I may have just lied to some of the biggest stars in the world. So sue me. Actually, please don't. Please don't. If I'm wrong. I'm very, 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 very happy to admit being wrong. What can we do for you tonight, Cleo? I've worked out what. Will unite the entire country. This is it. This is what we want. This is what we want. Let's let's all of this hate, all of this fear. This, let's let's try and get seventy million people just shy of to agree on one thing. What you got, buddy? England winning the World Cup. Here's uh, out. 
he was out. Because, like, Brexit was like uh So you want... You, like but a, you're back to unicorns again. No, no, it was England. England was a, is a angry, angry place because I've never won the World Cup for, like, since 1966. So what would happen is... So, hang on, what's the thing that... Hang on, what is... I don't understand what this guy's on about. What is the thing that everyone's supposed to agree on, then, in your statement? Oh, I thought you said that was something you wouldn't would unite the country. Would you? Yeah. What? What? Oh, what you're saying? If England won the World Cup, that would unite the country, including Scotland, Wales. Right, well, it would. Well, there's your downfall because a there's no World Cup this year. Oh. Scotland and Wales won't give a toss. They would be angry. It would because we'd finally stop whinging about not winning the World Cup. You haven't got a clue. We you, would. You, you haven't got. About not winning the World Cup. That they would be furious with us. Um, furious with us. No, 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 no. It can't. And also, also, no, no, no. Yeah. And also, you're wrong on on, on a level because I wouldn't care. Ah, but, but see, we are, we we are nice people anyway. We don't care about these. Things. No, but we. I want to be united. I'd feel left out, and I'd feel angry with all you of the people celebrating. Um, Celebrating the the World Cup. Mm, I get your point. All right, I'll have another think. Right. Uh, have a think. We're not. Don't. We're not going to listen to your think live. Um. Uh, uh. Oh. Oh, hang on a minute. You can turn off. Well, this is interesting. It, well, it's not actually. Uh, it, it's from the producer on the Jeremy Vine show. Right. Tim. Who says that there's you know you know when you people are on iPhones and sometimes the line goes a bit funny because uh-huh. they got a noise cancelling thing on them. It's what boring thing to talk about, dear God, <laughs> dear God, uh, what dear God? Um, I wonder if I could do it on my phone. Uh, yes, Damo, have you been on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been on earlier. Sorry, sorry. I don't mean to bother you. I don't mean to bother you. What 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 wound me up? Was when you was talking about the Diplodocus. Diplodocus, yes. It's not a Diplodocus, it's a Diplodocus. Okay, and your uh, qualifications are? I'm a major in maths. It doesn't make me qualified for Diplodocus. Okay, so sorry, I meant your qualifications to answer this question, not just your qualifications in general, your turnip. <laughs> Are you going to hang up? Um, do you know what? I think I will. Just be quiet for a second. What can you hear? Ticking. Is it your phone? You've, you've got a timer on, remember? Oh! <laughs> That's nuts, man! I thought we were uh, in trouble then. Why would it do that? Flipping Google. Absolutely. Hey, Google, can you turn the ticking off, please? Not on your Nelly. I'm always happy when I'm chatting to you. I'm going to put with this. She thinks you're saying you're ticked off. I'm totally, I'm totally going to bring back the cuckoo clock. I'm bringing back the cuckoo clock because my nan had one and it was a joy going around there and watching it 
uh, come out and, and, and if we missed it, they would... Sometimes my dad would be naughty and would wind the clock forward, but it was always a joy. Or, or sometimes someone would say, cuckoo clock, I think, was in the kitchen. And so someone would say, oh, 10 minutes too, you better go and keep an eye on that clock. And you would go, me and my sister would go and stand and look at the clock for 10 minutes. I still love Waiting for it to come out. But isn't it going to be annoying at night time? Because it'll still be going. There must be... You, no, you can lock the door, can't you? Can you? Yeah, I th- have I got this right? Wouldn't it be banging to get out? I think you... Um, I think you can lock the door. And it stops it activating. We've got to stop the show because we're just getting some breaking news. Um, on the... Some breaking news. There was a true hotel and dildo story about actor Don Johnson in 2006. He said he was testing them for a film role. <laughs> like Pete Townsend researching that book. Um, <laughs> it's the old, thank God you're here. <laughs> so can, can you type in Don Johnson and dildos? See yes. what comes up? Oh, God. 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nut job, but not that kind of nut job. On talk radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh no! Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It's funny how many of Limmy's fans are unable to uh, to <laughs> to spot. Admittedly, quite a week. Joke, but a joke nonetheless. It's Twitter, isn't it? These these people follow a guy who regularly trolls. You know, is that a whole purpose on Twitter is to troll? Uh, uh, anyway, that's a funny old world. Good evening, dear listener. Limmy will not be appearing on the show, despite his promises. Despite his promises, he said definitely. You don't get more definitive than definitely. It's the most, it's the most definitive word in the English language. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. You may have to apologise to Mr. Donald Johnson. Right, right. Well, I don't need to. That's um, uh, Colm in Holm Beach. I can't find anything about it. We'll but get wh- another famous star can buy it off Google. Yeah, what I have found is, and, and what makes it confusing, is that there is a brand of uh, marital aid yep. made by a Doc Johnson. Okay. Don't know okay. whether he's a real doctor. And it's not. Hear. Is it Don? Is, are they? Is it, are they the same person? I don't think Don Johnson's medically qualified. Okay. Okay. But, you know, role play. Okay, well, I'm convinced that someone who we will have seen in television or movies, who was big in the 70s or 80s or maybe in the 90s... Owns more than one sex toy. ...was was found in a hotel room with a collection. But nobody else, just that just that one person. <laughs> That's what made the story. It was just him there. there uh, but, but no one else. And I don't know how they were found. Well, maybe that... I don't know. Listen, do... it's sex with someone you love. Don't be ashamed. I am going to uh, do some research when I get home. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to uh, let's go to Greg. Good evening, Greg. Hello, Ian, <clears throat> and you, Catherine. Hello, sorry. Greg. Hello, Greg. It sounds like it could be the last phone call you ever make. What's going I know, on? A bit croaky, sorry. I know, mate. What's is this? Is this you phoned up to tell us that you want to, you're going to give us all your money when you when you when you I haven't got much money. I can tell you, Ian. Hey, well, you can tell me, but I don't oh. believe you. <laughs> I've got. A Three year old, so they're very expensive, aren't they? Yeah, oh man, alive. And here's the thing it gets more oh. expensive. Oh, God, no, please don't. Yes, mate. My seven year old's gone and grown out of all her clothes at once. Oh, my my eldest just keeps. Every time I go, I go, those are the trousers I bought you last month, yeah? They don't fit. I have to go and get, get more. Outrageous. It's incredible. 
Anyway, Greg, we, we, let's forget the kids. This is, let's have a, let's have, let's talk like adults. What have you got for us? Right, um, Ian, I've got a book here if you want it. I think I spoke to you on Twitter over the weekend. Oh, it's Greg Prober. It's me, yes. Bruce Lee. Don't think. Feel. It's like a finger pointing away to the moon. Don't concentrate on the finger. Oh, you will miss all the heavenly glory. This guy. This guy doesn't know about Bruce Lee and martial arts movies. Then it ain't worth knowing, Mr. Prober. Yes, sir. I tell you what. You come straight out of a comic book. Oh, bullshit, Mr. Hammer. Can you believe I found those Bruce Lee mags and posters at Hammersmith Station? Oh, really? Yeah, there was a little little stall there that said Hammersmith Underground Book Swap, right? Yeah. There's a dozen books there, 20 books. On the top were these old Kung Fu magazines, one of which I used to have, two of which I'd never seen before. And I just went... Have it. I'll have it. There was have nowhere it, to leave any it. money. I tweeted them and said, can I make a donation? They never replied. So I, I, I tweeted the link and a picture and said, this is at Hammersmith Station to give it a bit of a plug. And I walked, I, I carried them around London all day. They're in the boot of my car. Treasure. Tra- absolute treasure. treasure. Hey, well, there used to be a little shop in Soho um, called a Vintage Magaz- Magazine and Bookshop. Steady. I don't know if it's still there. Yeah, something yeah, like that. Sort of deep in the art of that sort of territory. There used to be around there as well, because I would see it advertised in the back of Combat Magazine, and I went there once. There used to be like a full-on martial arts shop around yeah. there where yeah. you could go and get posted they, they had like a tiny section of like Bruce Lee posters and stuff but it was like mainly weapons that's where I got all my chucks from Yeah. But, no, <laughs> sorry Catherine hang on sorry Catherine what are you laughing at all your chucks how many chucks did you have the bit in Shazam with the kid with the chucks <laughs> I know how to use these <laughs> oh, sorry. There, used be, there used to be a uh, martial arts shop in Carnaby Street that was it that was the one I was thinking of in Carnaby Street and I had yeah. four sets of chucks if you yeah. must know I had mini chucks uh, I had padded chucks, and I had two sets, no, three chucks, and I also had a three-sectional staff. I also had, um, is it called hentai? No. What's hentai, then? Hentai is that, uh, squid porn. Oh, no, 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 Did, well, it didn't have that. No, I had, um, the, what were the, the, the sticks that, that you had? Oh, well, a squid of six. The ones where it was like it was like oh, like a just, trident, like a little a little trident, two oh, little tridents. Okay, okay. <laughs> what were they called? Um, tridents. I, I have no idea. Illegal, probably. The, well, I, they're very pointy. I shuriken. You know what shuriken? Yeah, the throwing stars. I had throwing stars. I had a butterfly knife. Yeah. This is insane. This is like when I'm fourteen. Oh, Weaponry. Yeah, totally. I was tooled up, and I would, I would go around the streets at night trying to um, solve crimes. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Greg. We're, we're chatting, and you probably haven't got much time left to live. Uh, yeah, not by my croaky voice. No. no. Go on. And my heart beating because I'm I'm always very. No, no, no. Your heart beating is a good thing. It's meant to do that. Yeah, not about two hundred beats a minute. Yeah. I, I hate telephones. So, telephones coupled with live radio. Oh, the radio's the easy bit. I hate, I hate, um, I hate telephone. I hate making telephone calls, yeah. and I had to answer a withheld number today. And I'm always terrified oh, of withheld yeah. numbers. And I'm glad I did because it was, um, it was a social worker trying to boss me around. Oh, and I yeah. said, "You ain't bossing me around, lady." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go on, Greg. Anyway, right, I'm shut up. What a, did you want? I got a book. If you want it, I'll send it to you. I've got two of them. It's uh, the King of Kung Fu book, Bruce Lee. Mate, I used to I used to have that book. Yeah. Um, I would uh, love that book. I would consider you as um, a lifelong uh, friend. Ooh. 
if that were to to not one that I'd want to you know necessarily hang out. I know I would. I, here's the thing, Greg. I would hang out with you. Oh, I would what? totally hang out with you. Oh, I'd hang out with you any day, mate. Then this is this is happening. Um, hang on a minute. I'm trying to. I was trying to be clever. I was trying to play play. Um, I was going to try and play the King of Kung Fu song by Candy, oh, but I can't find it, so I cannot play it. Oh. Sorry? What's a very disappointing move for everyone. <laughs> right, we'll find it and I'll play it at the top of the next hour. I'll, I'll oh. tell you a nice song, actually sort of boosty related. Yeah, go on. Colleen Camp, oh. Will This Be The Song Will I'll This Be The Song I'll Be Singing Tomorrow? Will the cars play the tune that they love? A major to minor. Great song from the movie Game of Death. Well, the 78 version. Okay, all right. Well, well we know it. Uh, is there proper version than the here's the thing? Here's the, here's the thing for you, Greg. Yeah. Is there anybody more beautiful, more beautiful, more alluring, more more ravishing than Catherine? All right, mate, don't be sarcastic. Okay. Than Colleen Camp oh. in Game of Death. Colleen Camp in Game of Death, I'm with you. What, what, a, what an image. The Colleen Camp nowadays, maybe not so much. Oh, no. Listen, everyone uh, gets old. I, li- I like these. I like people when they get old as well as when they were young. Yeah. Goes to Google to have a little look. She's added a few pounds. That's I like. Uh, yeah, it's something to grab hold of. Right. Go- goodbye, Greg, you sexist pig. I mean. You goddamn sexist pig. Um... She has changed a lot, isn't she? I mean, people do change. This is the thing. This is the thing. People do change. And because we now have the ability to look at someone when they were 22 and someone when they're 62, which we didn't really have before, it is... Um, where else has she been in, Colin Camp? Because she, she, she was in Bruce Lee. I think she was in... Was she in Clue? What was the film with Tim Curry where it was based on Cluedo? Was that called Clue? Yeah, it was... Um... Was Laurence Olivier in that? Or am I thinking of something else? No, you're thinking of the one he did with Michael Caine, where it was just it was a two-hander. Um, Clue. I don't think Laurence Olivier was in Clue. Let's have a little look at the cast. There were different endings. Tim Curry. Oh, wow. What a cast. Tim Curry, Martin Maul, um, Christopher Lloyd, Michael McKeon, Colleen Camp, um, and as the singing telegram girl, Jane Weedlin. Oh, What's the one I'm thinking of then that had Christopher Reeve in it? Oh, and Laurence Olivier, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's like a play. Yeah, it's like a play, and it starts off as a play, and then I think it ends as a play, and then one of them's dead. Spoiler alert: we don't know what film we're talking about. I don't know. I don't know. You can Google it. I'll, go on, I'll let you. I'll give you permission to use. I don't your know computer. what I'm. I don't know what I'm googling. We Google Christopher Reeve. Christopher Reeve as a Freud, uh, and Sir Sir Laurence Olivier. That's what you Google. I think that was called Clue. Mm. Well, I thought it was Michael Caine. I think there were he two might versions. Have been in it as well. There were two versions. Oh, they, they, Michael Caine and Christopher Reeve were gay lovers. Death Trap. Death Trap. They were gay lovers in yeah. it, weren't they? Yeah. Because I remember watching that and going, Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Does Lois know? Has, has, I don't want to speak ill of Christopher Reeve, but. Has he ever, he's never made a, a, a decent film outside of Superman's 1 and 2. I liked that one he did uh, about... Not the time travelling. Yeah. Right? 
I did like that one, but I was very young. Yeah. And uh, I did like I did enjoy that. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jane Seymour was in that, wasn't she? Beautiful Jane Seymour. Yeah. Beautiful Christopher Reeve, very handsome man. Very but handsome. I don't think he ever made a decent... I, I, I could be wrong. Happy that, to be proved wrong on that. That was kind of around my awakening to... I, I used to like very sort of pretty men. Him. Oh, the Thornbirds. That was a big awakening for yeah, me. Yeah, Richard Chamberlain. That was, that was important for a lot of uh, people. Oh, Dr Kildare. Goodness me. Do you ever see him, Dr Kildare in Shogun? Yes. The only bit I remember... I watched it when I was like nine... My dad spent ages reading the book. It was always in the toilet, this thick book, James Clavell, Shogun. Mm-hmm. And it was set in feudal Japan. And the only bit I remember... It was I a bit remember, sexy, wasn't it? I don't remember. The only... Oh, I remember you saw, you saw a Japanese lady's bum. Yeah, didn't they get in the bath together. Yeah, but the only bit I remember... Because he didn't want to have a bath, because British people or Americans or wherever he was didn't bathe then, but the Japanese bathed all the yeah, time. They were yeah. always bathing. But the, Okay, I remember that. But the bit I remember is him... He'd offended a Japanese warlord... So he was thrown onto the ground and urinated on. Wow. Yeah, he has peed on. Why do I remember that? I, re- I, why do I remember that? Why is that locked? Oh, time for me to go to the toilet. Speaking of which. There we go. Thank you, Catherine. I'll let you... What time's out? No, you carry on. Well, you go and sit there and you, you do it. Oh, that's my pee break, which you allow very kindly allow me to have. I mean, so I'm, thank I'm, you, I buddy. meant it in very rough terms. I meant it in very rough terms. He has to be literal about these things, but that is the way he is, I'm afraid. You know this. You know this. You knew as soon as I said half an hour, he would be putting the timer on, which ticks for no apparent reason, and uh, and doing that because he thinks... He's, he's, like, a, he's like a tomcat right now. He, his weeing is in defiance of me. Well, let him have his moment. Let him have his moment, because while he's away, what we can have is a little bit of, I don't know, just a bit of non-shouty relaxation where no one, no one's been, no one's been harassed on Twitter because they're a Scottish comedian who haven't come into the studio. I don't mind. Limmy can do what he wants. I'm not getting involved in any of that. I'm not going to shout at anyone. I'm not even going to answer the phone. Let's just sit. Let's just sit. Let's just sit with each other and enjoy the moment. It's been, I don't know about you. It's been it's been a strange day for me because I've been on my own all day. I was quite looking forward to having someone to chat to. Now he's gone out. I just you know just be back being by myself again. Quite nice. news is coming up I might make a cup of coffee but I don't think I want to make him a cup of coffee now now he's saying that that's all I'm good for or maybe I'll make him a special coffee if you know what I mean or maybe I'll make him a cup of tea and put the tea bag in with the milk and let him see just how truly disgusting and perverted that is as an idea. I mean, these are my plans. These are the, these are the musings, the workings of my head. And uh, I'm glad I've been able to share them with you. Damo's ringing, but I know exactly what Damo's going to say. It's Sleuth with Michael Caine and Olivier, a classic that always comes on too late at night and you can't turn it off, says Spence in, t- in Portsmouth. Good point, Spence. Thanks for that. 
You sound so sarcastic. Good point, Spence. Thanks for that, mate. Anyway, it's coming up to um, my my wee time, so if you want to give us a ring. I love your radio show so much. Honestly, I would like to give you a radio show. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It's news. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. It's been one week since you looked at me. Cocked your head to the side and said I'm angry. Five days since you laughed at me. Saying get back together, come back and see me. Three days since the living room. I realized it's all my fault but couldn't tell you. Yesterday you'd forgiven me. But it'll still be two days till I say I'm sorry. Hold it now and watch the hood wink. Does it make you stop think? You'll think you're looking at Aquaman. Summon fish to the dish, although I like the shallow Swiss, I like the sushi, cause it's never touched a frying pan. Hot like wasabi when I bust rhymes, speak like Leanne rhymes, because I'm all about value. Bird campers got the mad hits, you try to match wits, you try to hold me but I bust through. Gonna make a break and take a pick, I like a sink and they can shake, I like vanilla, it's the finest of the flavors. Gonna see the jokers and you'll know the vertigo is gonna go, cause it's so dangerous, you'll have to sign a waiver. I can't help it if I think you're funny when you're mad, trying hard not to smile though I feel bad. I'm the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral, can't understand what I mean, well you soon will. History of taking off my shirt. It's been one week since you looked at me. Threw your arms in the air and said you're crazy. Five days since you tackled me. I still got the red rims on both my knees. It's been three days since the afternoon. You realize it's not my fault, but a woman too soon. Yesterday you'd forgiven me. And now I'll sit back and wait till you say you're sorry. Late night alternative, Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, it's you. I'm Catherine Boyle, with a soft voice. And I'm Ian Lee with a loud voice. We've just had chocolate, so we're going to be a little bit hyper. Although, there is, this is a fact, there is no scientific evidence to prove... You dirty mess, she's just pouring the <laughs> boost crumbs into her mouth, and they've gone right down her top. There is no scientific evidence to prove that sugar rushes exist. Oh, I know. There's no I evidence. About that. There's no evidence. It's a myth. The sugar rush is a myth. So, what happens to our children? Well, they're, they're, they're they were just, mental before. Is that they just that? get energy from food? 
They get energy from food and pop. There's no evidence, scientific evidence, that backs up the theory of the sugar rush. It does not exist. Well, does not exist at all. Not so next time it's happening, just say to yourself, this does not exist. Well, I don't think it does exist. I don't think it does happen. I think it's just that they, they, they are tired. You give them food. They, I bet if you gave... Um, uh, like a kid, um, like a, a Mars bar, or, or, or cheese, what we used to have in the olden days, a sugar sandwich. If you gave a kid, one kid a sugar sandwich, another kid a cheese sandwich, they'd both be nuts. Mm. They'd both be nuts because they've got food. I suppose that the, the epitome of the sugar rush perception is at a kid's party and, and they're exciting things. Yeah, they, they are great fun to be at. Um, it's the late night alternative. It's a little bit quiet on the phone tonight, but it's kind of the first day back after the bank holiday, after the Easter holiday, and that's just kind of the way it goes sometimes. It's just the way it goes. I'm cool with that. Yeah. 0344 499 uh, 1000 is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. You'd be very welcome to. Catherine, what have you got for us? Oh, this evening. I was behind a car today driving in and it had a, pic, uh, uh, a sticker in the back saying Couples for Christ. What's that? What's that gang? Couples Couples for, for Christ. I meant to Google it. I'm going to do it now. Okay, so you, ha- so you haven't got anything. Yeah, so I've got I've, loads. I've, I've, I've but thrown, I just thought that was an, a, an interesting I've thrown music. to you for a talky point. And you've, you've gone off in your corner to do some homework. No, it's an international Christ- Catholic lay, is ecclesi- oh. <laughs> lay ecclesial movement. Can I movement. make a suggestion? Try and finish at least one of those words. Whose goal is to renew and strengthen <laughs> Christian values. Okay. Nice. So it's a club. Hang Excellent. On, hang on a second. Damo, we don't allow double bubble, yet, let alone triple bubble. So maybe try again later in the week. Damo? Thank you. He's put the phone down. Let's go to Catherine. Good evening, Catherine. Hiya. Um, just a couple of things. The Dustin Hoffman movies, were they Rain Man and Midnight Cowboy? Rain Man, thank you very much indeed. Alas, someone who... Catherine doesn't even... The other Catherine doesn't even... No. Catherine doesn't number... end up in a bus in Rain Man. <laughs> oh, uh, Catherine uh, 2 is correct. <laughs> Catherine 1. You're Catherine 2 in this, this scenario, Catherine. All right. Ca- no, you're Catherine 1, Catherine. Oh, okay. Catherine, two. I did it in order of, of. I've ranked you in order of who I like the most. Catherine. <laughs> actually, actually, sorry. Catherine, four. Wow. You, um, Enjoy laminating all those cards by yourself tomorrow. You're yeah, right. Thanks. You're right. Uh, you're right. It's not. It's not Rain Man. Catherine, one. Catherine, uh, five is right. Oh, bloody hell. But but it is um, the Graduate. Yes. And Midnight Cowboy. Um, and both of those endings of the films in the back mm. of the bus. Yeah. He don't look well in either of them, does he? No, he doesn't really. One of, one of them is dead. <laughs> in Midnight Cowboy, yeah. He's Midnight a... Cowboy, that's it! <laughs> oh, did she not... Did she... I'm so confused. It, yeah. It's Midnight I... Cowboy and The Graduate. Mm. She said Rain Man. Hang on yeah, a minute. Yeah, I did. I said Rain Man. But did you mean Midnight Cowboy? Yes. She, she said I... Midnight Cowboy. She just didn't say The I Graduate. Said she said Rain Man. Midnight Cowboy. I said... didn't say The Graduate. Yeah. Right, so this is Catherine 3 and Catherine 7 now. Yeah. <laughs> so what... Right, let's start again. Let's go to Catherine. Catherine, what have you got for us? Uh, turn, I'll turn your radio off, you muppet. That's why we get everyone's getting confused because we're hearing seven seconds. I'm ago. not confused. You right. will be. Can you hear now perfectly clear? I can hear now perfectly clear. Yes. Right. So let's, let's go to Catherine. Catherine, what have you got for us? 
Midnight Cowboy and The Graduate. You're absolutely correct. That's in response to the quiz we were running. What two yeah. Dustin Hoffman films? And he should make it his trademark that mm. every film he does ends with him slumped in the back of a bus looking unhappy with what's just happened over the previous two well, like, hours. Tootsie? Yeah. Yeah, Tootsie's oh, le- yeah. Leaving, Tootsie. leaving L.A.? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Megorium. Oh, definitely. I don't think it's pronounced Megorium. Yes, it is. It is. I've not seen that film. I like that film. It was good. I've not seen that film. Mm -hmm. It looks terrible. No, it's great. (laughs) The Uh, other thing you were talking about, the the one I couldn't think of that Catherine came up with was was the sleuth one with Michael Caine and um, Sir Laurence Olivier. Right. And then you came up with Clue and Death Trap. Catherine found, right. but there's also Murder by Death. Mur- we've talked about Murder by Death before. Mm. What a movie! That's a great. What a movie! <laughs> a little bit. It's um. It's got Peter Falk as a Columbo-style detective, sort of a fifties yeah. um detective. It's got well, it's got Peter Sellers as as um Charlie Chan. Oh no, yeah. he doesn't. He does. Yeah, yeah he, he does. does. He does a great Charlie Chan. Yes, yeah, great. Um. David Niven. David Niven is like a Bond type thing, and they all get invited. It's one of those ones. They all get invited to a house, mm. and then people get bumped off one by one. It's a great film. I really like David Niven. Yeah. Have you oh, read Have you read Moons of Balloon? Yeah, and Bring on the Empty Horses. That one wasn't brilliant. quite so good. But Moons of Balloon is it, the be- in fact. You know what? I've not read it for years. The best autobiography ever. The story. I think. I suspect both Catherines. A lot of those stories are exaggerated, mm. if not mm. completely made up. The one about getting frostbite in his dick, and he has to. <laughs> He has to ski down a mountain and run into a hotel, orders a whiskey and gets his old fella out at the bar and puts it in the whiskey. I don't know. Does it matter? No, it doesn't matter. Makes good reading. Makes great reading. I remember a great film of his I saw. I actually think it's terrible reviews. I saw it as a kid called Paper Tiger, one of his last films. Oh, I love that. Yeah, one of his last films. He's very old. Yeah. And he's like um, like a sort of... um, with Hayley Mills, is it Hayley Mills? I don't know. If, no, I don't know. If, I, I can't remember. Could be. All I remember is he plays like a sort of guardian to this rich Chinese kid, and he tells them mm. that he's a big hero and stuff, and he fought in the war. Oh, yeah. and actually, he's a coward and a liar, and then they get kidnapped or something like that. Paper mm. Tiger. It's wonderful film. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah. Of course, the great. Of course, the the, the greatest um, David Niven film, and I love it. I remember seeing it as, when I was about eight. And it blew my mind. I can't remember what it's called. Matter of life and death. A matter of life oh, and I love death. That. that stairway that goes up to heaven. Uh-huh. What? What, what a movie! Yeah. yeah, it's got to justify his life. I want to see that. I've never seen it on the big screen. I would love to see that on the big screen. Oh, what yeah, a I. film! Wow. Yeah, I've got it on DVD, but then I don't think. Well, there's quite a lot that I've got on DVD. I've got about yeah. fourteen hundred. And, and you've never watched most of them, have you? No, I have. Oh, have you? You've yeah. done it. All right, all right. Well, yeah. okay, Didn't point. they kind of remake A Matter of Life and Death with uh, Warren yeah. Beatty as a footballer? No. Yes, they did. No, no, no. no. They no, kind no. of. No. They said kind no, of. No, they didn't. No, they made... It was... But, yes, you're right. No, she's not. No, no, Catherine. Catherine, too. No, no. There was a Warren Beatty No, 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 no. No. There was. It was not a remake of A Matter of Life. No, I didn't. I said kind of. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. It was a similar premise. It wasn't, actually. In that he died and had to nope. go back. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Incorrect. Oh, bloody hell. You're thinking of... Um... Oh, man, you can never play that bloody... Se- it is you. Heaven Can Wait. Heaven Can Wait. Which was a remake 
of a 1940s movie. With Robert Dynett. I think so, called something like um, Waiting for Mr... Jones or something. Miss waiting for Mr. Jones or something. So mm. Catherine you're Catherine Seven, you are wrong. Mm. Uh Ian one, you're right. As always. <laughs> uh, and Catherine two, I think you're you're a great you're a great gal. <laughs> Anything else, Catherine? No, sorry. I I could pick sorry, you've got me on my pet subject films. Sorry. Oh, I love it. Oh, is <laughs> it done? Don't apologise, it's great. I'm trying I'm desperately trying trying to think what the film that it was based on was called, but here's something. You know when kids talk about, um, like they talk about playing with their invisible friends, and they go, "It's an old man that comes in my bedroom," mm-hmm. and and then they Google it, and an old man died, hanged himself, unfortunately, mm. right? Well, this happened to me, right? Sort of, but not quite. Catherine, are you okay? Catherine Nines give me very evil looks. <laughs> Catherine Ten, what's wrong? <laughs> Catherine Fifteen, talk to me. <laughs> so when we're a kid, right, we had Betamax. There weren't many films for Betamax. No. Uh, there was a tiny little corner. Um, one of them was That Darn Cat, and uh, the other one was Heaven Can Wait and a load of Bruce Lee movies. Yes. And we got Heaven Can Wait, right? And I said to my parents, I've seen this. Now, this is at an age, like eight years old, when your parents know every movie you've ever seen. They said, no, you haven't. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen this. I've seen this film. You, you, you know, you've not seen it, Ian. You can't say said, yeah, I've seen it. And I told them exactly what happened in that movie, and I'd never seen that movie before. Well, maybe in a previous life you'd seen it. God, and that was your abiding memory of your previous life. What a boring <laughs> life that must have been. Yeah, watching Heaven Can Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, 37, wowzers. Wowzers. Anyway, I will leave you on that note. <laughs> All right, I'm getting some real evils here, but thank you, Catherine. Nice to talk to you, at least. Um, Damo, please stop calling tonight. Try later in the week, buddy. Ian, I just wanted to talk to you about my addiction problem. Okay, well, let's. I tell you what, let's do it later in the week when you're a, a, a little bit sober, because it's difficult to do okay. it. Do it when you're a bit trash, because I, I just don't think we're gonna make any headway but if you if you can stay straight tomorrow and give us a call i'd love to talk to you about it man definitely yeah, i understand that buddy i understand nice that. one man i and i know you do i i, I want to talk to straight demo not um wasted demo okay all right oh, okay buddy take care see uh, speak to you tomorrow I'll phone, I'll phone back tomorrow beautiful yeah. thank you very much indeed good lad good lad um catherine 276 what is wrong with you Sorry, I completely forgotten your name. Ian One. It's electric, it's eclectic, it's always rule-free. It's the late-night alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. Just play it, turn the microphones off for a second. Never said he wouldn't come on the show. 
watch this video please and then tell me who is the liar I rest my case he's a scumbag he's an absolute scumbag 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number uh, if you want to give us a call Catherine what have you got for us alright here we go Yep. Mum's fury at discovering son, four, co-sleeps with her ex and his new girlfriend. Tricky, tricky, tricky ooh, subject. Co-sleeping is a sort of parenting topic, says the, the Mirror, which few mums and dads sit on the fence about. For every parent who says it saved their sanity or was bonding, you'll have another who's staunchly against the practice. Given the topic's divisiveness, how would you feel if you discovered your young child was co-sleeping with his dad and his dad's new partner whenever he stayed with them? Oh, no. I mean, no. getting into the bed if the kids had a nightmare or whatever, yeah. when there is another bed available, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Standard practice co-sleeping. Ooh. No, no, that's... Uh, um, that's not good. So, anyway, uh, this is something you'll be astounded to know that has caused quite the stir on Mum's net. Uh, the mum's describing herself as being absolutely livid. She explained, he split two years ago, it was my decision, and we have a four-year-old son that he has every other weekend. I've just found out that not only is he still not mentioned her to me, but my son has in fact met her several times, and they all sleep in Daddy's bed. That's not good Ooh, news. now here's the thing. I don't know this woman. All I know is she's about 21 years old and lives with her parents. Well, that's really weird then. What appears to anger her most is the fact her ex has not told her about his new partner. Yeah, that I think that's probably a factor. She adds, uh, he definitely should have told me before introducing my son to her, let alone have them all sleeping in the same bed. In response to not being told about the new girlfriend, many mums pointed out that this should be a scene as a courtesy and not a right. Yes. As for the bed sharing... F that. Don't let him go there till it stops, read one particularly blunt response. Another mum pointed out, I highly doubt it would be OK if it was the other way round or if you well, had just, a daughter just, sleeping in the same bed as your new boyfriend. You, how old's the kid? I mean, it's almost Four. irrelevant. You just say, look, I don't mind the boy getting in bed with you. Of course not, but I, I don't want him sleeping with your partner. That, that's, that's, that, is, that feels inappropriate. And, and if I find out it's happening again, I'm, I'm going to stop it. That's what you do. Yeah. But then again, saying that, we know that when you split up with people, it can sometimes... The part, quite often part of the reason you split up with someone is because you can't have those kind of discussions co conversations that with with each other I mean I don't expect the partner feels completely jazzed about the idea either <laughs> that's going to be weird isn't it you're 21 year old with, with a divorced guy uh, the kid's getting in bed I guess the thing is naughty but, time but also as a standard yeah. not just as a yeah, I had uh, a nightmare yeah, yeah. I feel like I yeah. want to cuddle my dad it's Everybody in! Agreeing, one other mum said, is this completely inappropriate and, in my opinion, some random girlfriend or boyfriend of a parent should not be sharing a bed with someone else's kid? Well... I miss sleeping with my kids. I miss it. When, when the boys stay at mine, the, 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 the youngest bedroom is in the loft conversion, the attic room, but he's too scared to sleep up there, so he's not slept up there. So they often... The, 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 the eldest has got, like, a sort of double bed, so they sleep in there. And quite often they're, they're still a bit scared in my house. They've only been over five times, maybe. And it's a bit scary and it's out in the country and it makes noises and the cats creep about. And they both say, can we uh, sleep, sleep in your bed? And I go, no. I kind of, got, kind of made a thing of saying, no. I'd love, to, I'd love them to sleep in, but I say no. And I know that at some point, in about three o'clock, four o'clock in the middle of the night, morning, my youngest will wake up and will come and jump in bed with me, which I'm cool with. 
And uh, when my eldest wakes up in the morning, he'll come and jump in. But you don't want to make it the standard starting point. No, no. And I know, I mean, my eldest is nine, six months, a year, a couple of years. He won't want to get in bed with me. And that'll be sad, And but that's all part of the progression. But I love it. In the morning, the bed, I'm still kind of like waking up and, and they've got my phone and they're playing games or they're watching YouTube videos. And, uh, and and then when it gets too noisy for me, I say, right, come up, we're going to go downstairs, go and feed the girls. And that's that. But, but sharing a kid with your bed, without your 21-year-old girlfriend in as well, mm. that's one of the great joys. I remember um, we did have trouble with the eldest going to sleep and stuff. And we got like one of those... Um, sleep trainers. Uh-huh. You no, know, it was the same sleep trainer. She was brilliant, actually, but we didn't see it through. So we did it, and it worked. Where she teaches you how to make your kids sleep in their own bed, right? Because the the eldest was really struggling. I mean, he was still sleeping in a cot, so that that was young. Um, and we would just, you know, whenever we cry, we'd go and pick him up, and and you're taught to leave it. Yeah. You're taught to leave him to cry for a minute. Then you go in and you don't make eye contact. You just kind of soothe yeah, them, lay them down. Then you go out and you go in after two minutes. Control and then crying. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it worked. You know what? It totally worked. It worked after one night and we had it for three or four. We had it for about a week. And then we just kind of, we just broke and we, we couldn't do it. But she was the same one that um, were trained. Um, the girl with, who's the girl with the eyes? Emma Willis. Emma Willis and um, her baby woman called Chris. She was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Uh but then part of me just thought, I don't have a problem with them being in the bed because they're not going to want to. They're not going to want to do it. Yes, yeah, right. If I got to get up early, which I did at the time, I think um, I didn't at the time. You got to get up early. Okay, well I'll go and sleep in the spare room. But I miss I miss the kids sleeping in the bed. Yeah, it's one of the great joys. If you you know you're always told you got to get them in their own bed. Nah, keep them in your bed for as long as you can. Whenever my youngest uh, decides that she wants to get in bed with us, though, it is a bit of a thing because my husband doesn't doesn't appreciate having to share yeah and i do find myself being the one that's kind of the defender because she does she does like to stretch out oh they turn around yeah and they go and, horizontal and you end up sort of perched on the end of the bed while they're yeah. like starfishing well go and get in her bed i can't really why uh well it's a bunk bed yeah she top or bottom bottom oh, that's, a, that's, what, that's a shame <laughs> yeah I get and it. she's got half a toys r us in there with her I, I, I would, if I couldn't sleep and th- then my wife and the, the kid were asleep, I'd go and get in the kid's yeah. bed. Fine, I'd go and sleep on the sofa. I don't mind. I, I, I can sleep anywhere. So, um, yeah, no, it, it works out all right. And it doesn't happen so often anymore. You know, my young, youngest is seven now. And yeah. actually, I quite like it when she comes in for a snuggle because it's not all the time. But, Although you know. my kids have had nits a lot recently, so I will not let them, I will not let heads... So get your head off me, I don't want nits. That's going to screw them up at some point. A lot of nits going on. A I lot a, of nits. I bought a new knit comb about two months ago. It's got a hoover attached to it. I can't work. That sounds like a gimmick. It does work. You can you, you empty it out at the end and you can see them all. CJ's in a lot of the papers. CJ Demui, who we had on the show, for, for kind of not great reasons, he tweeted that he's got AIDS and um, he's, he's dying. But he was, he was very thin when we saw him. Yeah. Did look he a little bit frail. He said he's known for about thirty years. Yeah, yeah. Poor bloke. I like CJ a lot. He's a slight oddball, but then good. That's what makes the world weird. Slight oddballs, you know. I, 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 um, uh, I really enjoy talking to him. We'll get him in again at some point and, and, and see if there's any developments. But um, yeah, he's done a crowdfunding. To he's got no money. 
He's got no money. It's, it's a really sad story. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. Anyway, CJ and CJ sent me a very nice email the other week when I went nuts. Just so I, I got a lot of time for for that guy. Anyway, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. A car owner who rowed with a garage about repairs on his one hundred and ten thousand pounds Audi. One hundred and ten thousand pounds for a car found graffiti mocking his willy size hidden inside a bumper. <gasps> Dan Bartlett, 42, returned his R8 three times to the Audi dealer, claiming they damaged the bumper in a dashboard. When he removed the bumper 18 months later to do some repairs himself, he found the hidden rude messages. One read, If only my penis was as penis-shaped as my car... <laughs> A second said, I love, I love the C word for Willie. Yeah. And my one is tiny. Two others said, I am a dick and I have a tiny dick. That is why I drive fast. <laughs> I mean, gosh, it's, it's, it's hardly kind of, um, Oscar Wilde, is it? <laughs> Company boss Dan has now reported Seitner Audi of Reading to police, claiming it was oh, criminal come on. damage. Come on. Dan said, at first I laughed because it was quite funny, but that soon turned to anger when I thought I could get some money out of him. <laughs> but that soon turned to anger that they could do this. This isn't a cheap runaround. They damaged the car and thought they'd get away with it. On the inside of the bumper that you can only see when you take the bumper off. The married dad of six splashed out on the second-hand 205 miles per hour sports car after a test drive. But when he went to pick it up weeks later, he found paintwork on the rear bumper damaged and the dashboard and an alloy wheel scratched. Um, Dan returned the car three times before the bumper was finally sprayed to his satisfaction. He said finding the secret messages was the final straw. He added, I can't believe this is how they treat customers. Audi said, we apologise for any upset. An investigation is ongoing. Lessons will be learned. 0344 499 1000. This dear listener is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Evening, boss. The unpredictable. What's and the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule-free Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. It's so funny how so many of Limmy's fans don't get when they're being trolled. And everyone that calls me a C-word, I'm just reporting them. Great times, great times. Shit, it's half past 12. I know. So how do you think it was? Half past 11. I'm thinking, God, this is hard. We're really having to... There's not many calls. We've really got another hour and a half. No. We're nearly done! Yes, mate! <laughs> Get in there! Honest to God, I swear I thought it was half 11. And I was thinking, what have we got? Another 90 minutes of this room. Oh, this is brilliant! Time flies. Give me hope, Joanna, give me hope, Joanna, give me hope, Joanna, till the morning come, give me hope, Joanna, give me hope, Joanna, give me hope, till the morning come, bum, 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 bum. Yay! Eddie Grant was a real fan. Well, Eddie Grant. Yeah. Name? Electric Avenue. Three Eddie Grant hits. I don't want to dance, dance with you, baby, no more. 
I never knew something could hurt so much. Oh, but the feet. All right, name four Eddie Grant hits. Because <laughs> so, I've got a great one. Uh, right, so that one. Uh, Hope Joanna. Yep. Uh, Electric Avenue. Down in the street, there is violence. Uh, uh, yep. We're gonna rock down to Electric I'm such a good mood, there's only half an hour of the show left. And as I suspect most of the listeners are as wasn't well. Wasn't there a love song? It's a big hit. Uh, go on. Baby, come back. Wasn't that Shakadimus and Plyce? No, that was... That Biddy was... bye, 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 bye. Biddy bye, bye, Biddy bye, bye, bye. I must admit I was a clown to be messing you around. You see the shoulder action. <laughs> no, that was the equals. He was in the equals. Oh. Baby, come back. With my bag of sense in my CD collection. This is what we're going to do. Is me and Catherine are going to black up and do ragga music. Yes, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, I like Eddie Grant. Well, Where I like those Grant four. These days? I'm going to say I'm going to say Eddie Grant is 68. Google it. All right. How old do you think Eddie Grant is? I reckon he's 64. Oh no, no, because the equals were in the 60s. Well, okay. Well, let's see. Let's get Eddie Grant on the show. Hey, did you see who I messaged? We might. I've messaged Sally Thompson to get her on the show. Oh, I saw it. I've got got a story about her. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it's not because we both saw the same story and I messaged 71. her. 71. 71 today, 71 today. Touches bum. Like, the door. Never, never been 71, 71 before. Father says you can do as you please. Shout hip hip hooray. Get Eddie Grant on the show. I want Eddie Grant on I the show. You're the only person I know in the world who knows that song. Everyone knows that. My mum, because every time we have a happy birthday in our house, my mum will do like three other birthday, lesser known birthday yeah. hits, and that's one of them. Everyone knows that. I'll tell you how I, where I remember it from. Do you remember the um, guy? He's now an MEP, or he was, but he played a gay man on EastEnders, the first gay man. Oh, yeah. Colin. Mm-hmm. And he had a young boyfriend called Tony. Yeah. Young lad. Yeah. Or, t- Tony or Barry or something. Barry, wasn't it? Maybe. Young lad, right? And they were lovers. And this was this was in the eighties when yeah, the gay was... age of consent was twenty one, right? Then one episode in um, uh, the cafe that was owned by Ozcabs. Yeah, he comes in drunk. It's his birthday. The young lad. Twenty one today. Twenty one <gasps> today. What did, what did Sue say? Sue. Well, every Barry Tony, the old gay guy who's now an MEP, went. But you mean you were under twenty one? I could have gone to prison for this. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Oh, he was vibrant, though, wasn't he? He was untamed. Um, a sex worker claims her... Get Eddie Grant on the show. When's Tony Slattery coming on? Oh, yeah, that went quiet, didn't it? Oh. They said they're going to ask. So we'll find oh, out. Oh, sorry. I just when I saw, saw a tweet saying, yeah, Tony would love to come on. I thought that meant... Yeah, that, so I yeah. said, OK, here's the deal. And they went, right, we'll put it to him and get back. Right, OK, fine. Let's okay. see. Let's yeah. see. Oh, Let's t- see. So Tony, Tony, w- sorry, t- Tony would love to come on, but you're going to... Right, so Tony... Right, just don't... Uh, hey, had, hey, 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 hey. I want Tony Slattery on this show. Don't do a limmy on this. I want... Oh, hey, oh. I want... I want Lawrence on this show. That's what I want. Good evening, Lawrence. Why? Oh, got very quiet. Well, yeah, I was waiting for you to say something. A big old, a I big said, old build-up. I said, why? A big old build-up, and then we. Um... All right. Okay. Greetings and salutations. Greetings. Yes, you forgot "Living on the Front Line" by Eddie Grant. Sing it to me. I'm not going to sing, sing. it. I am. Living on the front line. 
Oh, my, 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 you've got me. Lawrence, Lawrence, that went very quickly from 0 to 60. Praga. I'm not going to sing, but please step aside. (laughs) (laughs) Step aside. This is my moment to shine. (laughs) I like Teddy Grant. Yes, he's um, quite a keen cricket fan. Oh, yes. That rings a bell, actually. I can can imagine him in cricket whites. Mm. I don't know why that image is so striking. I do remember, actually, um, performing that very song, in fact, um, uh, Living on the Front Line. Okay. It would be dreadlocks, and uh, he was a little white, actually. Yeah. Some sort of a... Maybe, maybe, maybe that's it, then. Maybe that's it. I don't that's, know. That's it, yeah. um, but the, the, the pop stars these days, oh. Lawrence, they just, don't, they just don't cut it, do they? They just don't cut it. Mm. Scumbags, the lot of them. Well, well, I wouldn't go that far. No, I would. A-holes, I would call them. Oh, golly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what time is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's bedtime. No, I, I'm just wondering if it's uh, you know after the watershed. It's the, well. Here's the thing: there is no watershed on the no. radio. Not oh, on the radio. Okay. No, oh, no. Okay. It's a it's a weird right, law, which I think is well. No, it means you you can't really swear at any point on the radio. You have to treat. It's weird. You have to treat twelve thirty six at night no. as you would tr- treat twelve thirty six at lunchtime. As though kids are listening. That's kind of the rule. Unless you're Radio 4, in which case, if you've got an afternoon play on at 2 o'clock, you can mm. have Fs, Bs, and I've even heard a C. Oh, golly. Yes! No, 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 no. no, no, no. We will never not... use that word. No, come on. It's, um... You've used that word. I never. I use it too much. I use the C word too much, and I'm really no. trying to... I'm trying to clamp down on my swearing... Oh. And I'm, I'm I'm really trying to you. We, we had both Catherine and I had cause to use the c word several times today, oh. but I'm I'm really trying to not use it. I think it's the fifth agreement in the four agreements. Is don't, don't use a c don't word. drop a c bomb unless you really really have to. Let me ask Catherine. Um, you don't mind that you were being used. I flinch. I think it's a very. I think it has a very strong magic around it. That word. Yes, it does, doesn't it? Um, but I also recognise that in some circumstances, only that word will do. Oh golly! What? What? Um, what circumstances? What sort of? When someone's been a proper. No <laughs> 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 <Low> synonyms. <laughs> anyway, I know I don't use it very often. I, I try not to use it at all. Well, you used it several times today. <laughs> You can be quite, uh, what's the word, caustic. Yes. I mean, uh, I, I think it does need to retain its power and using it too much takes away from it somewhat. It comes with, as you will know, um, connotations. Yes. And, and political connotations, of course. It does. Well. The, the strange thing is that it comes from quaint. Have you heard this? Okay. <laughs> how, quaint, how quaint. I learnt this in... Ch- how, how quainty. If you, if you read Chaucer, I think it's the Miller's Tale, there is a particular person who is caught by the quaint. He caught her by the quaint. And it was, uh, you know, the, oh, st- the start of, a, of an interlude in the... I think in a stable. The wife of Bath uh, in her red stocking. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I think it's the Miller's wife. That gets yes. caught by that, which is quite something. It makes you wonder how much purchase she could get. Maybe we were dragging behind us or what. Anyway, but apparently it, it comes from that. It comes from the same root as um, quang, which is like quang? Co- corner. Quang. Corner, because if you if a woman opens her legs, what's the corner? Quang. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, so you know it has kind of uh, inauspicious roots, but uh, but yes, it's a very strong word and it has powerful juju. 
Yeah. I'm still investigating. I'm, I've had another text saying Eddie that Grant. it was... <laughs> no, no, not Eddie Grant. That it was Don Johnson caught in a hotel. Don Johnson? That, that name doesn't ring a bell. By the way, I Miami must, must apologise. I referred to Chacodemus and Plies earlier on when actually, obviously, it was Pato Banton. Racist. Mm. Yes. Racist. Ian. Hello there. Yes, good evening, mm. sir. Oh, good evening. Um, have you heard of Lizzo? Lizzo? Hmm. I've heard of Lizzo. Was it Lizzo or Lizzo? Lizzo is the Lizzo showbiz Mzimba. reporter. Your showbiz reporter. Who's it? I've not heard of Lizzo. No. There's an American sort of Texan singer, stroke rapper. Ooh. Yeah. I don't think that's Lizzo Mazimba. No, Lizzo. Lizzo. Mm. Look, look up Lizzo Juice. Lizzo Juice. Okay, I've got Lizzo. Juice. Hang on. Here we go. Let's have. Uh... Okay, well let's let's have. That's supposed to be rap, apparently. Okay, here we go, here we go. Well, let's have a listen. Let's have a listen. Hang on a minute. The internet's let's going hope on. there's no sea bombs. Well, we, oh no, 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 no. Did you think really that this would be um, Lawrence's um, bag? Bag, man. Here we go. Lizzo, right. juice. Oh, I think this would be Lawrence's bag. I like that a lot. Now try this one. Put in Lizzo Juice Base Cover. Lizzo Juice Base Cover. All right, well, let's... Mm. (laughs) It's a guy with long hair. Slapping the bass. It's like G. Play the bass. Someone who's who's fingered a few basses in their time. That guy can play. Yes. Thank you for that, Lawrence. You're welcome. You're, you're welcome, sir. He's Dave, a little bag of surprises, isn't stay he? Stay there. You'll come to us next. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with that man, Ian Lee. There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. Have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay, let's go to Dave. Good evening, Dave. Hi. Hi there. Um, what can I'd we do like for you this see, evening, Dave? I'd just like to see a great show on that and uh, you gave us new memories back when you were starting singing Eddie Grant songs and that. <laughs> <laughs> of all the things to pick up on. Were you a big fan of Mr Grant? I was, yeah. He was good, wasn't he? He was, he I, was. I think he was around about 1981, which yeah. was sort of before I was into pop, but I remember seeing him on the television. Obviously a very striking uh, man. You didn't really see many kind of yeah. black pop stars, you know, on top of the pops. The really, long like, dreadlocks. Long dreads, very handsome 
uh, man as well. He, and uh, he, he stuck in my memory. But uh, ever yeah. seen him live, Dave? Ever met him? Ever had a fist fight I with him? No, I haven't. But uh, my mate's dad, he had his own version of uh, Electric Avenue or not. Uh-oh. Was it rude? No, it wasn't. OK. Well, can we hear it? What do you mean he yeah. had his own lyrics to it? Yeah, he had his own lyrics to it. Here we go. Let's hear it, man. I used to sing, we're going to rock down to the electric company because when I get the bill, it keeps on getting higher. Flipping it. That's, that's, um, that's some scan there. Wow. <laughs> that would learn. Do you remember when you used to have to go to the electricity board and the gas board in Slough, yeah. right? Yeah. The electricity board and the gas board, they might have been in the same place. I'm not sure. But they, um, no, they, maybe they were. You had to go to the shop to pay the bill. You had to go to the gas board to pay the bill. And they, they sold like cookers and stuff, British gas. Yeah. But you had to go in. I mean, my mum going in to pay the bill. I vaguely remember that. In the Queensmere Shopping Centre in Slough. We'd, and, the, and the rates. We, strange times. And renting tellies from Rumblos. Rent, renting tellies from Rumblos. I was renting a telly and a video recorder as late as uh, 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 1997. 1997 in a shared house and it peed me off I, I was responsible for it and I had to go down to Rumbelow's and pay it every month and I had a TV and video in my room I didn't get no one no one else everyone, I had to chase everyone up for the money and I went do you know what I've had enough I'm taking it back and I took it back because they wouldn't give me the money Dave <laughs> you don't see a TV shop in the town though do you no 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 there's none of that with well, the high street as we know is dead Thanks to, um, what's his name, Jeff Bross from Amazon? Jeff Bross? Yeah. What's his name? Bezos. Uh, Bezos Bross, that's it, from uh, Amazon. And he's yeah. is, 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 is bit on the side. I don't really I like to talk about it, but I think it's disgusting what he did to his missus. I do still go in that well-known music shop like... Our price? HMV. HMV. Is there an HMV near you? Yeah, uh-huh. Is it any good now? Because the HM- HMV used to be... Listen to me, I'm an old fart. 20 years ago, you could spend a, a day in HMV. Now, you spend five minutes. It's like the one on Oxford yeah. Street. It's like a tourist shop. If that's, It might not even be there. They might have closed them both down now, actually, I think. Um, is it any good? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. All right. All right. Nice one, Dave. Well, you go and buy some Eddie Grant, and then you rock I've down... I've been buying to- loads of DVDs. My bedroom's full of them. Yes, mate. What kind of... What was the last DVD you bought? Um, I've been buying some horror films. Ooh. Saw Seven? Or did you watch them all? I've been buying the one called uh, The Doll in the Attic. What the hell? That sounds terrifying, man. What's that about, then? Catherine. It's a bit like Chucky and not. Do you... Here's the thing, right, Dave. You're you're an adult, right? No. Do you still get scared? I can't remember the last time I was actually properly scared by a movie i get i jump and i but i've not been scared like i was when i was a kid tell you one that really freaked me out when i was i was babysitting and i uh, so i would have been about 19 or something yeah fire walk with me oh come on but that was just weird that was just so weird it gave me the creeps okay i was um alone in the house um when every all my family went on holiday like apart from me and I watched Stephen King's It, and that really scared us. Blimey. Which one, the, the old one or the new one? The old one. Uh, yeah, OK. All right, well, that's OK. Dave, uh, we've not spoken before, have we, Dave? I'm a first-time caller. Be you. Oh, hang on. Stay there. Stay there. Oh, no, the car's in the boot, the, 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 the bell's in the car. Ding! Ding! Dave, nice to talk to you, man. I look forward to the second See call. See ya. Cheers, mate. What a nice guy. We get the nicest callers. 
We've got some a-hole listeners, but we've got the nicest. <laughs> we have. We have. But, um, uh, yeah, sure, go on, why not? Why not? We'll wait for... Wait for... Oh, I've seen this. We'll do this, then we'll, then we'll take to the next call. And we've got Paul Ross at one, and we're done. A sex worker claims her business is ruined after o- after O2 wiped her phone of X-rated videos and pictures she flogs for £300 a time. Wow. Ashley Evans, 26, was says more than 2,000 images and 380 private films were deleted. Meaning films of her private. Her contact list and number also vanished, leaving her with no way to get in touch with regular clients. The ex-hospital worker said, "My well, he, here's the thing, and I know this from experience, you've got to back your phone up. You're taking your phone in the shop, you've got to back it up. You've got to back it up. I don't really care if I lose all my data. Oh, you've got to back it up. If that's your business tool, look after it. Um, and maybe, I'm sure some of her videos were of her being backed up. So back And her up. business tool. There we go. Uh, she said, "My li- the ex-hospital worker said, my livelihood has literally been wiped out. I have clients who I have built up discreet relationships with for, for years and we can't get in contact. The worst part is the videos and pictures. I sell the videos for hundreds. Who sells... I who don't sells, believe it. Who sells videos, porno videos, made on telephones for hundreds when porno is free? I guess there's some subscription things. You've got to pay a few quid and stuff. No one's selling porno videos made on phones for hundreds. Unless they're bespoke. I'm guessing they're bespoke. I sell the videos for hundreds and many involve other people. I can't recreate that stuff. The dominatrix said her collection was wiped when staff at an O2 store in Bishop Stortford transferred data from her old handset to a new one. She added, uh, <laughs> those videos took a lot of time and effort and now I have to do it all over again. I don't believe a word of that story. Do not believe a word of that story. Let's go to Pablo. Good evening, Pablo. Hey, Pip, how do? Yeah, sir, what you got for us? Um, well, I'm, I'm willing to uh, forgive the fact that uh, I called up with some genuine facts uh, last week and still didn't get a, a card, even though somebody after me called up with a fact that had already been given, and he managed to get one. You were out of time. Wasn't he out of time? I don't know. You were out well, of time. Think, no, no, you asked, you asked me whilst I was talking and I misheard and I asked you to repeat yourself and you said, no, that's it. I thought, well, as I say, I think... I think You're obviously over it, Pablo. I'm over it, I'm over yeah. it. Um, but what I'm thinking of is there's some sort of um, bargain, something I can throw into the ring. Um, I'm uh, considering designing two bespoke Pablo's Vault of Horror um, cards for, for you and Kath that I'll send in in exchange for one card. That's two for the price of one. Uh i got my daughter to draw the pictures. It'll be cute. What are you, t- what are you talking about, Pablo? God, I'm tired and you're winding me up. What, is, what do you want? Well, you know, all these membership cards. I just thought I'd jump on the bandwagon and, you know... I'm We're not giving you. away any membership cards on the radio this month because we are... You, If you want a membership card, go and buy some merch from the store. I, I thought you told me not to. Yeah. Not me. Yeah, I Not did. Specifically. I did. So I've given you um, a Chinese thumb puzzle to escape from. Yeah, I know what Chinese thumb puzzles are. I don't think oh, they're called that. Thumb traps. That's Relax. it. That's it. Thumb traps. Get escape from that one, Pablo, if you dare. Sorry, Paul, you saw me um, shouting at the listeners there. That's unprofessional, and I apologise for that. And I was guilty. I must apologise for um, unconscious sexism, because oh. I was lurking as I was doing the doorway. Yeah. And With a boner. Kath, no. <laughs> I left the boner at home. Good, um, good. Kath 
beckoned me in, and I hesitated. Oh. As if I'm deferring to you, whereas, of course, as Mate, you know, in the, she's pecking, the boss. pecking order, we know the producer, Kathy's, you know, he or she may not always be right, but yeah. he or she is always the boss. Producer and co-host, right. she does more, she, And, she and I come bearing right. gifts that were sent to me bizarrely, uh -oh. and it said, for your daughters, but oh. there's only one of them, it says, woman, adult, human, female, some badges and a rather nice notebook and pen. You oh, might like. thanks! But I've got four daughters and I couldn't, you know, I can't do the wisdom of Solomon. Well, on you, the is that is it age appropriate? Because we know listeners send. It's from a PR company. So I think it must be. There are a few knocking around the office. That one's for me. The notebook was quite handy. And the thing. What a nice pen that you'll pen. probably steal. See, little. We're not going to steal it. Ideas book. Because the show needs some. I'm just saying. <laughs> Mate, listen, we're three years in. I, I, I think it's too late to start mind, suggesting mind you, we've when got you were singing in. and slightly misremembering the lyrics, Kath, to 21 Today, because yeah. <laughs> its father says he or she can do as they like. Right, OK. My only 21 Today fact is Cliff Richard's fourth album, yeah. his first number one in the UK, is called 21 Today because it was released on the 14th of October 1961, his 21st birthday. Wow. Isn't that great marketing? Wow. And he doesn't sing 21 Today, and he sings first track, side one, if memory serves, it's just his version of happy, happy birthday to you on the first track. Wow. See, I thought 21 Today was one of these songs my mum's made up, because no, she's no, the only person thing. in the world I've ever heard singing. It's, it's a cockney song. Is it? Wow. Never mind you, so, Northern Interlopers, it's so, a cockney. So how does it yeah. go? Father says you can do as she please. Like. Father oh, do, says you can you do, do like as you like. Hip, hip, hooray. hooray. Never been 21 before. 21 to that. And you normally go into free or she's a jolly. You go, you segue into that. Ah, right. Well, that's what like, she does, it's yeah. Like, it's like macaron, Stevie Wonder, Ebony and Ivory. <laughs> all over again. And also, my, my other great um, equal song, you mentioned Baby Come Back. Have you heard Viva Bobby Joe? That's a great track. No, i In the way that the Four Tops and uh, Holland Dozier Holland kind of rewrote... Yeah. Um, Sugar Pie Honey Bunch, they rewrote effectively Baby Come Back as yeah. Viva Bobby Joe. It's yeah. the same, it was a big hit the second time around. Can we just say, this is the beauty of the internet. I was rowing with a young gentleman called Joseph on Twitter. Oh dear. We made peace. Good. He's listening now, Joseph. This is not the show, the, you know, the show's kind of winding down, but Joseph. But they're back you. tonight, Joseph. They uh, love you. Back we tonight love you. At 10, 10 o'clock. Without Limmy on the show because he's a scumbag and he's a vile <laughs> troll who makes promises that he can't keep. That's what we were arguing about. Although, by the way, I feel you two have made a rod for your own back with the limited merch. Why? Well, uh, I've been hearing from people on Twitter, Brixton Market, they've knock-off stuff already. <laughs> <laughs> already. That's they've the done, they've done do an off-white version of your lovely motorbike T-shirt. That's the way to so do it. So there you go, the mugs. Are, no, six for a tenner, the knock-off mugs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to do it. What's on your show tonight, please, Paul? Well, Rosser? loads of stuff. You may have one. I yeah. don't think Kath has got one. I don't think I've got one. Uh-oh. One in three people now has them, but 100 years ago, only one in ten of us had one. Yeah. It's called the Fabella and it's behind the patella in your knee. We've got a leading expert on physiology, and it's a bone that seemed to be on the way out, like a version of a bone appendix. What? It's coming back. What? I know. Go figure. And the reason it's coming back is because of people like you. Yeah. Better nutrition, better diet. We're getting bigger, and the bigger you are, apparently, the more you need the fabella. So we're hearing about the fabella. Okay. It's a great word for Scrabble. It's acceptable. F-A-B-E-L-L-A, -L -L and it derives from the Latin for little bean. It's fabella a teeny, teeny, yeah, a teeny tiny bone behind the patella. Wow. Isn't that a great story? You're just saying words, I, and I'm getting like every other word. <laughs> it's it's been not a, long, been a long day for you. The other great story we've got is, and I'm really looking forward to this one, there's a book out called A Woman of No Importance, Only She Was. Yeah. She was one of the most feared spies for the Allies 
in the Second World War. They're making a film about her. Yeah. Okay, she was an American who lost her leg in Turkey when she shot herself accidentally in the foot and got gangrene. Yeah, took it. her leg off. Even so, she was parachuted into France. She worked with the Maquis de Resistance in Lyon, first of all. She then was brought back to the UK. They wouldn't send her back, so she went back for the Americans, okay? And she used Hollywood makeup skills to give herself um, wrinkles. And it's an amazing story. We've got the woman who wrote the book, Sonia Pennell, on the programme. Yep. And it's going to be an amazing story. Beautiful. I'm going to be having some movie, of that. Daisy Ridley's agreed to star in the movie, and yeah. the Star Wars lot have bought the rights. There you go. So it's going to be set in space, is that... If I misunderstood that ever since. It's been a long day for me too, Ian. Don't start on me. Mate, I can't, honestly. Don't troll me live. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what this show is. I'm so tired, man. My brain can hardly function. How is that? The migraine's gone, though. It's fine. It's fine. But the next day, I'm always like a little bit. It's like I'm a bit out of it and a bit, you know, and it's so I'm still not quite. Very clean shaven. I had a shave today. Yeah, but you know, really kind of. I, I put on a new blade. I had an audition. Oh. I had an acting audition. So I put on oh, a new I... new blade. Oh, well, my first one in years. I remembered all the words. Did you go in with any kind of physical disability? They love a limp, I think, casting Oh, reasons. I put a stone in my shoe. Oh. So, no, I did but I, you know, I, And you I, left, the, left the shoes outside the way you do in the office. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how we do it. That is it, dear listener. That is your lot. We are finished. Thank you, Catherine. You're welcome. There we go. Thank you, Sam. Uh, don't forget, podcasts are plenty. Uh, there's this. There's a new rabbit hole that went up the other day. It's the last... Was it the last Brighton or was it... The yes, first? it's the second Brighton okay, one. Okay, the second Brighton one. Oh, very quickly. Uh, caller, you've got ten seconds. For Bella. Please resign, Mr. Lee. Please go away. We don't need you anymore. Good night, good night, goodbye. Julia Hartley Brewer's back tomorrow morning at 6.30. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Talk and entertainment across the nation. Talk Radio. Give it some lift.